0: Hello, Thursday, September 9th, NFL, regular season kickoff day. A lot of conversation today, obviously, about the game tonight and football season as a whole. Can't thank you enough for allowing us to penetrate your ear holes. The fact you allow us to do this every Monday through Friday, I am eternally grateful for. Honestly, legitimately, actually, and I can't thank God for fucking football happening, baby. Stuff to actually talk about, and can't thank you enough for joining us on this ride. Ian Rappaport would stop by and give us some stuff. I mean, let's have a day, let's get to it. Good afternoon, beautiful people. It is Thursday, September 9th, 2021 years after the year zero was founded. In today's show, we're starting a bit differently because today's show is different than the shows of the last seven long, agonizing, cold, faux-enthusiastic months worth of shows because today is a day where we no longer have to wonder what this season will hold for us. Today is a day where we no longer have to act like we're interested in whatever the fuck we're doing on a Sunday when maybe baseball's on or basketball's on. Today is a day that launches us into something we have been waiting for. For far too long. Tonight we begin the 2021 NFL official regular season, and that means one thing and one thing alone. It's a celebration, bitches! God. Now, thank you boys. (laughs) When I woke up this morning and I took a shit, it was the best shit I've taken in a long time. Hell yeah. Brushed my teeth, guess what? Felt like the little bristle things were going in between the teeth better than they ever had before. Wow. Mm. Toothpaste was a little bit mintier. Okay. Shower, perfect temperature. Nice. You should have seen the fog, the smoke that was going up on the window. I was able to draw stuff on it for my wife to see later when she gets in there at the perfect temperature. Today has been absolutely, we broke ground on a coliseum. Wow, buildings ground go, okay. What? what? Got football tonight. What? what? We got a super boost tonight that is basically saying, hey, you think they're going to win by 8.5? Well, let's assume they're going to win by 9.5. Instead of getting it at minus 105, let's get it at plus 150. That's at FanDuel right now super boost. And the... Free daily fantasy entry for a million dollar top prize oh. Four million in total prizes And a free bet for the weekend It is a beautiful time oh, to be alive yes. I can't thank you enough for listening or watching Whatever the hell you may be I'm a little winded
1: yeah. Me too I'm, a, oh, out, I'm out of out. shape yeah.
2: I think
0: I got the COVID lungs still. Uh, <laughs> me
1: too. Cam Terrible. had
0: this last year, right? I mean, this Yeah, is man, big yep. time.
1: Whole season. He had so COVID. this is natural. Really. He had a COVID
2: <laughs>
0: arm,
1: too.
2: It's
0: natural. Well, I Ben Roethlisberger appears to have that on first take. Yes, <laughs> yeah. So that Tim Diggs is here. At Boston Connors here. At Ty Schmidt. The boys in the back. Nick's running audio. Hey! You you doing, hey. Come on, now. It's going to be great to have Nick back on a microphone on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Hell now,
3: yeah.
0: Well, speaking of... That before we get to the football celebration, okay? And we got Ian Rappaport joining us today. It's not going to be the... Yeah, it is. Yeah. Wrap up the offseason. There Bingo. it is. There you go. The rap sheet wrap up in friends session today. Talk wow. to him in 1 o'clock hour, 2 o'clock hour. We ain't got nobody yet. Maybe dumbass Dan Rolofsky. Okay, oh, not so dumb. Yeah, you're right. Not dumb. He put Mac Jones above Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that's he, right.
4: That was pretty fucking dumb.
0: Yeah, well, listen. Total we love. Dane Orshalovsky. Love him. Don't know if he's gonna be able to come on, but hopefully he'll be able to. And AJ Hawk will obviously be here, and we got football to talk about and we got light to talk about. Mm-hmm. We got the five hour energy phone line, 18334 MACFEE. We can't wait to talk to you, but we have to address some in-house stuff first. Mm, okay. We had a conversation about this last night, and I believe it came to be because I was watching our YouTube clip and the fire alarm went off. Uh-huh.
1: uh-huh.
0: I remember. Potential studio caught on fire. And Krusty Sox commented on there. He said, maybe he, I assume, because Krusty Sox, I assume, it does involve. You know what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Juergen. Bopping. Yeah. Yeah. He said, you know, is it a coincidence that the day after, you know, the pod announces that it's going down to one show a week, that the studio catches on fire? It did. Like. Is it just a coincidence that maybe Fire Alarm interrupts the entire show? Never happened before. Just one day after it's announced that the pod is going from two shows down to one show a week. Might wow. be. Wow. Is that just a coincidence? Or is Krusty Sox right? You know, yeah. is Krusty Sox telling us that the universe says that the pod cannot go down to just one show a week? Hell
1: yeah. It's a sock. Can't do it. it can't, can't do it.
0: it is, that what, is, that what the, uh, is that what the universe Let is telling us? the boys us? talk. Feels because, like it. You know, with Hammered Don every day. And with this show every day, you know, and all the other work that does have to get done, two shows to one show in the middle of a football season gives you, you guys, especially on Thursday, Mm because Thursday night football, that gives you guys an extra couple hours maybe with your families or whatever. And there isn't a lot of that during the football season. And maybe you get a little bit more rest and sleep and have to work a little bit less. And it'll be better for our show, this show. It'll be better for Hammered Down. It'll be better for (laughs) everything. But Krusty Sox did say... Like, is it a I don't know. So, I just think that's something that you guys should maybe think about. Yeah. Maybe not just Hell yeah. two pods a week, but maybe. Four. Three. Oh, at least. Maybe I did two. seven, to
2: be honest with you. That'd be pretty cool. Oh, every day, day of the week. Yeah. Every something day. Something to think about.
0: Tone I Twice mean, on Sunday. Wow, well, there we go. That's going to be tough in the season, but I think you guys, Krusty Sox said this, so I'll let you guys think about it. Sure. Okay. You guys can now ultimately make the decision, but. I stand firm with. I think you guys should at least do two to three episodes a week. Still, okay. Know? I stand on that side as well, Pat. Oh, Foxy, you do as well. I, mean, I, I love be- the pod. It's my favorite show besides this show. So Bingo. I'm hoping we bring it back to at least three, four times a week. Me Twitter too. poll, Twitter
2: poll, Twitter poll. Oh, Zito or, Twitter, Twitter, poll, poll. Twitter poll. Maybe, maybe
0: from the pod's Twitter account. Put ooh, that poll out. Yeah, sure, That'll should be, great. It
2: be a stipulation that Zito hosts every episode. Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, is, ma- it. is there a little dissension here, or is there? A- you're just saying, okay, Zito hosts four episodes a week, then, and that's all it's going to. No, no, I
2: fucking love doing that show. Uh, so. <laughs> I'll do it as long, many as, as boys want to do. I'll fucking be sitting right here. If I'm the host, the show gets canceled. So, yeah, <laughs> well, a good idea. I don't think
0: that's the case. But I'm happy for you guys to figure that out. And uh, when I when I read Crusty Socks' comment, mm-hmm. I, I and it, it was getting likes, you a know. Lot. So Crusty Socks was not alone. You know, it was a good focus group in there. When I read through and I saw it, I was like, "He's right. I'm trying to motivate these boys into continuing to do, you know, maybe more episodes than they've ever done before." Listen,
4: we'll do as many episodes a week as we need to. It should also be noted, <laughs> it was not a coincidence. The fucking jagoffs outside hit a goddamn power line and set the, the fire alarm off in the entire building. So it wasn't it wasn't a coincidence. Huh. Maybe a coincidence that those guys don't know what the hell they're doing. Oh, but- you, guys, you
0: guys are seeing some some rest maybe being taken away from the schedule here as we're staring down the next 18-week regular season yeah. on a Thursday with games with everything else that happens all week. And you're, are you guys thinking maybe, maybe the universe was not saying anything at all and Krusty Sox is misreading the entire situation? Is that what you're saying?
4: I mean, that's a possibility it's a possibility but like I for said for those that listen. don't know
0: okay listen <laughs> the entire office made the decision to go in from two pods down to one pod and uh, me and Foxy obviously yeah. oh you fucking guys want to work less obviously that's the entire thing and we knew there was going to be backlash from the pod fans oh it. and as soon as I saw old Come soccer, whatever. As soon as I saw that comment, I was like, oh, bingo. This is it. This is how we bring it back. Uh, I would like to say on good authority that uh, you guys can't be doing two episodes a week of the pod spe- uh, specifically because we have hammered down every single day, this show every day. We only have 10 people, and you guys also have you know significant others and things that happen in your life. Wow. So okay. I will make the adult decision in that thing. But in the offseason, Foxy, what did they agree to yesterday? I think three, four, maybe five we shows a week. We said at
2: least... One somewhere between one and three.
0: No, 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 no. Oh, you guys said that, but then at the end of the agreement, I think it was like somewhere between two to five, right? Yeah. Isn't that what it was? I don't know about five. No, I, mean, that- <laughs> I, I heard
4: three, and I said I could get you know I could get around three in the off season.
2: Five, man, that's a lot. That's right. a lot. See, right. the people want that many, but they also don't realize if you do that many. There's nothing to talk about.
0: Uh, so you're saying for the good of the show.
2: Exactly. The show. What a hero. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you, Tone.
0: tone. <laughs> Thank you, Tone, the host.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. no.
0: Thank uh-huh. Tone. That is uh-huh. a long time ago. Uh, anyways, we got to move along. I, we had to address that, though.
2: We all know when that fire alarm went off, it was much more to do with the context of what you were talking about uh, in the moment. Good. Which was the Cleveland Browns. Oh, that does make more sense.
0: Hey, does this kind of stink, though, for the Browns? Legit. Like, we tried to talk about them yesterday. We're actually getting it. I think I actually said he doesn't get enough respect. And then I was going to obviously follow that up with, hey, here's a bunch of really respectful shit being said about this person. And I'm not saying that we are... You know, if we talk about it, it matters. But nobody's really talking about the Cleveland Browns right now. We Mm -hmm. notice that because I actually am a fan of the Cleveland Browns. Jarvis Landry's come on this show and been great. Austin Hooper's come on this show and been great. Andrew Barry, fuck, I knew him when he was like... Sleeping on couches, I think, for the Indianapolis Colts. I mean, literally, I'm a big fan of them. Never talk about them. We talk about them one time. Fucking fire alarm goes off. Place almost burns (laughs) down. (laughs) So we can't talk about them anymore, or are we just going to put them to bed? I think today we shouldn't talk about them, because today there is one game that we have to talk about. Hell yeah. And that's after Ed Sheeran. Buy your merch. $50 t-shirts from NFLstore.com. That jacket. $400. Yeah. Yeah. I, there's it. something else that you're going to learn that's about $400 bucks that is much more worth it, I think, than that Letterman jacket. <laughs> it's
1: oh, a f- $50
2: yeah. shirt, too, and I almost pulled the trigger on it just to ha- as like a funny thing, and it was not worth that much to be funny. Okay, so quick question. Will they sell any of those? Six, I was thinking.
0: Like, Ed Sheeran's people will buy that? Is yeah. that what they're banking on? They're, is Ed Sheeran's people to they're buy banking
2: it? on an Ed Sheeran NFL crossover, which is, is a very small subsect of the country, so mm. potentially. Rob d- Lowe. The, Roblo, my
1: the Ed Heads will come out and support Ed and buy a bunch of those hats. and ja- The jackets, I don't know, because they will be, what, four fifty dollars with shipping. So the shirts, though, they'll probably go. Yeah, for those that don't know, we're referring to the NFL
0: announced a merch partnership with Ed Sheeran, who will be having the kickoff concert before the game gets started. I am a massive Ed Sheeran fan. He's yeah. the man. Yes. love Divide. He is very—I don't know how a guy—he's He he's against all the odds, mm-hmm. Okay, Ed Sheeran. Yeah. And he has— man what what odds are you talking about well that's what I'm saying he is in a you know R&B like uh, lovey song yeah sings a lot of romance songs he has he's incredibly talented though so it it's super and he's become incredibly attractive too you know I think early we all saw Ed and we're like hey gonna be tough i think to sing to Mm -hmm. you know maybe teeny boppers whatever the case is and then his talent was so goddamn good and now he's grown like wine he's like this i think he's like jack now at this Mm -hmm. point yeah i mean he is a guy that i play i'm happy the nfl picked him because that is normally something that most leagues fuck up by Mm -hmm. the way yeah and i i think ed sheeran's something that everybody likes Absolutely. Not everybody. I assume there are people that hate Ed Sheeran, but there it Major- feels like a majority of people. Yeah, yeah here's that jacket, the There's hat, hat combo. That t-shirt up there top right, 50 bucks. Speaking of, we have 20% off our entire store right oh, now. Yeah! There's no t-shirts for $50 on there. But I like that Ed Sheeran's there. Uh, so the NFL gets it right. I like that we're going to see Tom Brady sprinting out of the tunnel, mm-hmm. running across the field saying, let's go at a very loud thing. The cannons are probably going to go off. The people are going to go bananas in Tampa Bay who have never seen Tom Brady in person. Even if they're a season ticket holder, lifelong Tampa Bay fan, there were other lifelong Tampa Bay fans that got tickets probably ahead of them. There is everybody in Tampa Bay. They're probably already starting to in a boat or starting today in a boat parade for this yeah, entire thing. Yeah. That place is going to be bananas tonight. And then you got Jerry Jones and the Dallas Cowboys coming to town. That's uh, coming to town. That's always a hype machine. I mean, here we go. Whenever we talk about you know, great night, yeah. This is a great night we're staring down. Now, Tampa Bay, minus eight and a half at this point. We knew it was going to move to eight. It moved to eight and a half. It's at minus 105 there, so it's probably going to stick at this number at minus eight and a half probably for the rest of the day. If you think you're going to win by eight and a half over the Dallas Cowboys, Mm -hmm. which I happen to fall into that particular department. Right. I believe Ty?
4: Yeah, I mean, actually, in honor of Bruce Arians showing up to you guys' practices, wearing all black for the defense, I have worn all black because I do believe that the Bucs are going to rout the Cowboys Oh, that's going to be a funeral. Exactly.
0: Yeah, that's Bruce, classic story, Bruce Arians, uh, his first OTAs. Back with the Indianapolis Colts because he was back. He was with the Colts when Peyton was there early, like his I think rookie year, second year. Then he obviously leaves, ends up at the Steelers, the whole thing, you know. And then he comes back to the Colts, and uh, I think our defense realized quickly that the way Bruce Arians operates in practice is much different than everybody else. So Andrew Luck or whoever we had playing quarterback, I don't even know if Andrew Luck was there yet because he had to finish getting his architectural commercial master's, masters yeah. doctorate, yeah. whatever it is. So uh-huh. he actually missed, number one overall pick, missed like two and a half, three weeks of OTAs because he had to get his degree in super-duper architecture or whatever the case is. Genius. So BA's playing with brand new offense. I don't even think he had Andrew Luck. Uh, Reggie Wayne's there, though. A lot of guys are still there. And there was a day, I guess, where BA just absolutely... Hounded the defense. I mean, the offense just all first team, second team, third team, it was a clean sweep. And BA was not quiet while these things were happening. <laughs> he was talking to the defense. I believe uh, Antoine Bethe. No, Antoine Bethe was quiet gone at that point. I forget who he was. He was going back and forth with somebody. There was a full, and it was a yelling match. And I had never seen this happen before. I would never seen an offensive coordinator talking shit to entire defense, basically. Talking loud enough to one person so that the entire defense could hear. I'm <laughs> like, oh, okay, this guy's a shit talker and he's a coach. Like, this is awesome. Like, this is something that I'm excited I'm getting to see. And I think everybody in the NFL that has played on a Bruce Aarons team would say the same thing. Like, hey, this fucking guy wants to win just as bad as we do. Mm-hmm. This guy wants Wants to win in the same fashion we do, by the mm-hmm. way. He's a guy who, when the Bears didn't give him the head coaching job and he ended up at the Cardinals, they played the Bears. They're up 21 in the fourth quarter. He's still throwing a fucking deep yeah. ball yeah. because he is petty enough to remember that they hired this guy out of the Canadian Football League mm-hmm. to be the head coach Jeez. over him. And whenever he just did what Ooh, he did with him. the Indianapolis Colts <laughs> during the Chuck Pagano leukemia year or whatever. So he shows up after that OTA practice where it was got loud. Maybe it was the first time I saw it or whatever. And he's got the black Kangol hat, the one he always wears. He's got a black shirt on, black shorts on, black high, like, t- like tight compression socks, <laughs> yeah. black shoes. And I sat right next to him in every single team meeting. And literally, I looked at him. I'm like, okay, a little thinning black today, you know, a little gawny cash out there. He goes, it's a fucking funeral, baby. We killed that fucking defense yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> and like, he just continued to look straight whenever he said it. And I just started dying laughing. And then when it was his turn to speak, by the way. I mean, there was a full promo to yeah. the team and why he was wearing. And then, obviously, you got Robert Nebel. Fuck you. There was yeah. a full. It's like one of those things. B.A. knows that Tampa Bay hasn't gotten a chance to experience this as well. Mm-hmm. That, uh, that coaching staff has been around the block forever. If there's any coaching staff that would hopefully have... You know the boys' mindsets, ready of the young players, I guess, because with a very veteran-led team, vets know you got to show up. Like, hey, you got to show up to camp. You got to do this. You got to do your own thing. You got to be in shape. And I think with the the drive that they have to go undefeated, like, I love that you honored, BA wearing all black. Is tonight's going to be a funeral for the Cowboys? I just hope it's the case. It seems too obvious, Connor. Right now, it seems like we're all on it so heavily. The boost is minus nine and a half. Mm-hmm. Well, it, how often we can do a scoregami thing? Like, is 9 a normal spread?
2: Nah. No. I don't, don't think often, so. No. So,
0: if you think they're going to win by 8.5, you assume they're going to win by 9.5 as uh-huh. well. At FanDuel, my boost is 9.5, and, and it's plus 150. And then yeah. 8.5, it's minus 105. It's like, I, if they win by 9, and you, you, you don't bet both, you only bet mine, I'm not going to refund you, but I will apologize for it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I, I, I will apologize for it. But it feels like everybody on Earth right now
1: is hard on Tampa, except for even Jerry, I feel like, is Uh on Tampa Bay tonight. He knows, and I think earlier in the week it was like a 60-40 split. I'm sure that changed a little, but you know, I saw your nine and a half. I took the super boost and I said, you know what? What am I even doing here? Let's go to 13 and a half. Okay. I feel like this could be an easy two-touchdown game. I am worried about the last second. Hey, let's get some points on the board, field goal, some bullshit, so they only win by 10. But I'm comfortable with them winning by 14 tonight, honestly. And we've been all on the same you know bet before. All of us, and, and won. And have won. So I'm not too worried about it at the moment. I think that this is just an obvious one. Don't overthink it. Take the Bucs. Because all anybody's
0: thinking right now, at home, is oh, this is, they're all on the same side. Uh-huh. This ain't good. And people are dancing on our graves already that are betting on the Cowboys. I've had a lot of, you know, sharps that have six followers on Twitter, you know, with their own podcasts <laughs> oh, yeah. that could stream mm-hmm. telling me, oh, this is a sucker bet, bad bet. Uh, my boosts are the worst things about, and they don't follow me. They only follow, they actually do not like me, I think, these people. And I'm like wondering, like, when you say stuff like this, though, like us, and I was about to tell you, you love living under the rim, like he, he just oh, said. Like, hey, yeah. live for it. Alternate spread, actually, hey, <laughs> right? it's going to be even bigger because you know there's a chance that a 12 year old named uh, Aristotle, Aristotle could yeah. dunk on you. There's a chance that people tomorrow could dunk on you. Yeah. But we've we've been under the rim this entire week about this game. As soon as we saw what it was, I I immediately was, there isn't a spread big enough at this point. Now, people say we're over-reactors, uh, maybe, but you got to remember we're another season into this thing. That's, That's right. right hey, how come everybody else who gets older in their profession gets better but for us, everybody's thinking we're getting worse somehow and when it comes to gambling, it's like, nah, nah,
3: nah.
0: Yeah, we're only getting better at the gambling and predicting out here, especially because we got a show that comes on every single day. Hammer, done! With Diggs and Gumpy. Gumpy, who's in the back now ripping and clipping. I appreciate you, Gump. Gump's got the hold of my Twitter account whenever I'm live on the microphone. <laughs> there so, go. hey, good luck out there, good pal. Luck, Gumpy. Hey,
2: what could go wrong, pal? What could go wrong? Hey, Wait, you let yeah, fake Gump run your... T- so that was Whoa. not Whoa. artificial. That was
0: not deepfake. This, this, this
5: guy, this guy. Oh, oh, shit.
0: oh, shit. Bro, we were having such a good day. We lost one of our members. Moment of silence for fake no comes. I feel like he'll make an appearance again. Good Absolutely. Mile. Nick's four feet away.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he'll grab him.
0: Uh, But Hammer Don, uh-huh. uh, the hottest gambling show on earth, I think. I, I, I mean, I have not done enough research to like stamp that, but... There's nobody that could be hotter than these fucking guys. It makes Doubt no it. sense. They're gonna continue this heater and they're gonna go. Who was the first person that maybe dropped a little seed dot on huh. Tampa minus nine and a half this morning? One of the hottest betters we Diggs. have, Tony Diggs. What's this all about? Why are you That's
2: at beneficial. You, all
0: week you've been with us? All week he's been with yes. us. Yes. Gumpy's been with us all week. The hottest gambling show that is happening, hammered down. They just give out winners. That's literally what they do. If you would have bet with them this entire off-season, since they started, I think they're like 70%, 60% hit streak. 70% maybe. Maybe even higher than that. I'm not, Gumpy probably knows.
2: Above, above 60. Above 60. Yeah, wow. so
0: like you're making money off of these fucking guys, okay? And they've been on our side all week. so that I'm like, hey, Fando, need a super boost, yeah. by the way. Let's get this thing Be done on now. Got the best in the fucking world on our side as well. Not just our feelings and not just my experiences telling me how I feel like this is probably going to go. But also, we got the hottest gamblers on earth. Hey, let's go. Let's hammer this thing. Then I walk in this morning. What do we got? Old Dixie Donner saying, nah, nah, hey. nah, nah. Is what the COVID Cowboys said. Going back in his cave mm-hmm. saying, hey, I'm going to go grab a bat and bring back COVID if we fucking have to. I don't like it. You're Debbie Donner right now,
2: Dixie. I was let's- doing it for the team. They're not ever single one of us can have all the confidence in the world in this bet hit. So one of us has to be negative about it. I
0: disagree. I disagree. Yes. Positivity I'd chimes. be more negative
2: about it, but only 55% of the bets and 55% of the money is on the bucks. Like If it was 70 or 80, it's good. It's good. like it's it is in wow. this office, like I would feel much it's, worse. Uh, it's
0: higher than 70 or 80 in this office. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. It's just
1: meant well, I believe why it's why Tony and Tony. Tony's no, flipping?
2: no, Still on bucks. Come on, Tony. Are you hedging it? My in? butts always do better when I hate them. And you hate the Bucs. I am better when I hate myself.
0: So the Bucs <laughs> just feels like it's too obvious. And, and Ed Sheeran's going to put on a great show. Yeah, oh, obviously.
1: Yeah. That's a and there's
0: There's some touchdown scoring props for tonight as well. I, and I want to let everybody know that I hope Diggs, the cow, uh, Dallas Cowboy Diggs right. in the corner, mm-hmm. I hope he does incredible. I hope that guy goes on to be super duper all pro because his kid is the coolest kid of oh, all time. Yeah. That kid needs a show. That kid needs to be doing whatever. <laughs> yeah. That kid is the coolest kid of all time, which by the way, probably great parenting, right? I yeah. mean, that is something. So I hope he does incredible, but there's some touchdowns. Like let's assume Zeke is going to maybe find the end zone. Sure. Yeah. Okay. He's in the best shape he's ever been. Uh, it feels like, you know, Mike McCarthy uh, maybe knows that Zeke is there. I, I and whoa, without Zach Morris in their best player,
2: mm-hmm. oh, v to Van, the boys God. in the middle, but he'll get some red zone touches. Yeah, they'll feed him right. If they hey, make well, it to the red they just zone. paid Dak a bunch of money. I think though. first touchdown for Zeke's like plus six or seven hundred, which and then that means it's not terrible
0: that means they would be taking the lead as well yeah which uh, means pro- probably not great for the buzzsaw we've been predicting early whenever Tom comes out and just sure. dominates and then all of Tampa goes bananas and then the cannons
2: oh like the other side of Tommy one yard sneak for a touchdown is plus 1300 I believe I sprinkled on that a little oh bit. and it's
0: 300th regular season oh, yeah. start mm. How about he put a video out this morning and the caption said, year 22, let's go. And I just wrote year 22. What a joke. Jesus. (laughs) Year 22. And if you look at like the uh, top jersey sales right now, okay, it is a beautiful thing because Tom Brady, year 22, third highest. There it is. Josh Allen, number one selling jersey since August 1st. Wow. Gets that big deal done. Uh Uh-huh. Buffalo Bills fans say, all right, fuck it. We can buy a jersey. (laughs) Because you got a lot of dads probably up there. I ain't buying a jersey. We we buy a jersey. The guy leaves the team. Uh This has happened ever since we (laughs) were kids. I ain't doing it anymore. If Josh Allen signs a deal, we'll buy you a fucking jersey. Josh Allen signs a deal forever. Everybody gets a jersey yep. Josh Allen Town Has officially arrived Up there in Buffalo Not that it hasn't already I mean I remember That video clip Of him coming out Of the airport At that late night Where they were going Bananas Where yep. they couldn't They weren't allowed To be around him. Bill's Mafia is electric Josh Allen is the Perfect quarterback For oh, yeah. Buffalo Perfect Without question It's like when a guy Matches a city so well Like Dan Marino in Miami Uh huh yeah. yeah You know what I mean like, Yeah
1: they were perfect together Let's go to Mac Jones that What's that What was that
0: about He's perfect for Miami you watch You're stocking. talking
2: about the devil's dandruff? Whoa, whoa,
0: you don't have to. Holy sh- I'm just talking about he enjoyed the sun, I believe. Yeah, the a yeah, good time. was a beach. He had a great time. He loved uh, Snowflake. You know what I <laughs> mean? Yeah, right? right. The field goal fan. kicking Dolphin. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Just couldn't get the laces around. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that was a much larger NFL problem than just a Miami Dolphin problem. Because at that particular time, when Finkel was kicking down for the Finns in the boys mm-hmm. Downer. Yeah. They didn't have a designated long snapper. Yeah. So normally it was like a defensive end or yep. a tight end or a linebacker. So the the operation was terrible. Because now, by the way, everybody, you know, laces out, laces out, laces you. out, laces out. And you'll hear some stooges on TV. And in college it's a little bit different because obviously they're still trying to learn the trade. But in the NFL, laces are on the snapper. Okay, so let's just... As we go into the season, I've said this before, I just want to make sure that we get this clear. It's a much different time than when Ray Finkel is fucking up games. <laughs> okay? Bad. Or Dan Marino, depending upon how. Because laces do, laces are a big deal when it comes to accuracy on kicks. So Finkel did have a valid point to be pissed off at Dan Marino. Sure. Okay, I would like to let everybody know that. Now, Snowflake seemed to get around it. Never fucking missed. No. Down there in that Miami Heat loved job or whatever. But I think now it needs to be understood that Laces are on the long snapper. Long snappers, in some cases, are getting paid a million dollars to long snap. They're not even allowed to get hit at this point because they are a specialist through and through their job is to snap the ball the exact same every single time the same amount of rotations it is an impossible job i can never do it it might sound crazy but this is how long snappers in the nfl are actually judged same exact snap same amount of rotation so that when you catch it, it's at the same exact spot every time because the operation's happening so much quicker now because you got four twos coming off the edge Whew.
4: Going into season I think we have that understood. is there any way uh-huh. you can practice that or is that all just like practice oh, yeah, practice, and it's yeah. just but I mean like after like our guys guys aren't even thinking about that though right they so just,
0: so it's just like a dude perfect video right so dude perfect video you have a football you throw it as hard as you can where it lands okay I'm gonna put a garbage can right here mm-hmm. now I just have to throw it as hard as I can and that's probably where my limit is for instance Tom McMahon okay this son of a bitch His hardest throw from 20 yards was the crossbar okay so all like if he missed it the first time it was because the ball didn't come out clean if he gets his hardest throw on a line that thing is going to just hit the thing so if we had a game obviously 5 10 15 and then 20 was the winner tom had trouble 5 10 15 because he actually had to feel it in there mm-hmm. but if he got to where the final line was and we're all racing you know to do this this is like a relay type thing if he got there we were done because that was his full thing dude perfect same thing snapper same thing i think like okay this is what how many balls all rotations it is on the, my like full snap whatever it is and then the, the holder's job is to find the exact distance that is eight and a quarter eight and a third eight in a hand eight in whatever it is, maybe eight right on the corner, which is everybody. So that's why you see different spots in depth. And that's why whenever a ball is in the middle, it's a much bigger deal because you're just kind of guessing at that thing. Their job is not to get the laces perfectly straight every single time. It's to get it in, in a window from if you're looking at a clock and 12 would be straight down the field from 9 to 3. Yeah. like That is their job. The Man. holder's job is just to get it just a quick little turn. Anyways. Dan was perfect in Miami. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was. He was perfect in Miami. <laughs> yeah. Should not have had his ass holding. Josh Allen, perfect in Buffalo. Matt Jones oh. seems to be the right guy for New England. Absolutely. He's number two bestseller in the jersey since August, once winning the starting job. I assume that amplified a bit because the buzz was already there for Matt Jones. As soon as he came on the field in the first preseason game after Cam Newton went out, the Foxborough went insane. Ballistic. And they showed Cam... And Cam seemed to be handling it much better than a lot of people probably would. Andy Dalton has to deal with this same type of Ooh, thing. But you he couldn't help but notice, like, oh, it feels like New England loves this guy. And then he turns out he's a starter and feels like he fits the place perfectly. Oh, yeah,
1: like a gem. And you heard him in his interview yesterday. He damn near sounds like Belichick when he's talking on the phone. And by the way, that is why
0: jersey sells do so well. Like when the person represents the city perfectly. Yeah. Yeah, like, but- hey, this is how this thing goes. Tom Brady. Tom Brady, Justin Fields in Chicago, Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City. Those are the top five. And the good news for, like, you know, Matt Jones is he's starting in the same exact place almost as Tom. His jersey sales is much higher. If he could stay in that top three for the next 21 years, he'll be able to do whatever... Uh, You know, Tom Brady was able. to Yeah,
1: especially if he switches, you know, teams. Then all. Yeah, when you guys run him out of time. Yeah, exactly. You talk about when you guys run him out of time. No, just like when you know he asked for a bunch of money because you know at this point he's won seven Super Bowls with New England, so he warrants it. But Bill, who will be I don't know what ninety eight by the time. He'll probably also say, you know, and I'm about to hang it up. Let's try and do this one more Whoa. time before I'm 110. Then. No, no. I think the issue is going to be Matt Patricia is going to be making these decisions. Yeah, yeah, All uh, right. Matty, Matty P Good is point. not stepping in front of Steve Belichick with that moment. Uh, okay. I think he is. Her GM? Oh, yeah. Stevie B. Uh, Steve Matt, went? are you
2: okay with this? Yeah. Patricia's it, not it, getting it, enough credit and for he was the right. Matt Jones pick. Exactly. exactly. Especially if he does well. Matt Patricia had to not give the final pay yeah. yeah. there. His team. I didn't see Steve making that pick, did you?
0: Hey, what if Tom Brady wins seven Super Bowls with Tampa Bay? That could happen. Hey, just want to let
2: everybody know that could happen. Possible.
0: It is a long shot, okay? It is a long (laughs) shot. But what if Tom Brady wins more Super Bowls with Tampa Bay than he did in New England and Connor just has to sit here for the next eight, nine years of his life? By the way, if Tom plays till he's 50, it wouldn't be the – First NFL player that played when he was no 15. Blanda. Blanda was able to play, and I think he was actually buzzing through four to five Marlboro he packs. Was, yeah. oh, Which yeah. is way more impressive. Uh, I think Tom would even say that is impressive, <laughs> that his body was able to be, and that was, they just taped people, they like yep. duct tape. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They actually would just put duct tape on people. Blanda, Western Pennsylvania guy, I do believe, obviously. I, I think he's Western Pennsylvania. That makes sense.
2: That makes sense, Yeah. Tom's four years older than the uh, next starting quarterback, next oldest starting quarterback. What if
0: he just goes on to win the next six, and they he seven of Tampa? He's like, all right, where's my yacht? Need to change the name a couple times. I'm going to get the fuck out of here now. Giselle, that's what I had to prove. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Boy, because remember Giselle asked him allegedly, hey, what do you have to prove or something immediately after the Super Bowl? Mm-hmm. Allegedly, We don't know if any of this is true or not, but allegedly that was asked because that spurred a conversation for like three weeks. Like, was Tom Brady going to retire? What What else does Tom Brady have to play for? And then Tom Brady did that draft-a-thon thing. He was like, I give up two rings to be undefeated. He was like, oh, look, the fucking guy figured out what he's playing for. And yeah, it
1: is Hey, he figured it out all of a sudden. As, that, that, that must be good news. As long as he doesn't come back 28-3 in any of those seven Super Bowls that he could possibly win in Tampa, I'll be okay.
2: Bland is from Westmoreland, kind. Western Pennsylvania, West I got it. <laughs> right next us.
0: It's, I mean, this is not it because this is a green tea, okay? No liquid cane sugar, wow. couple Splendas. Need the big boy. Yep. A lot of people have been asking lately. What I'm that is what it is. Then I will move over to a Celsius and mix in a water. Okay. Okay. That it. is what I, the normal day routine is. But the water over there, mm-hmm. Western Pennsylvania. Yeah. There's actually pieces of steel in the water. Oh, yeah? In bodies. Iron. So people are wondering why George Blanda was able to play in the NFL until he was 50. When they only had duct tape as a medical athletic training device. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. He, son of a bitch, was drinking iron, iron his water, entire life.
2: Iron water and cowboy killers. Hell yeah.
0: That's right. I'll do it. You throw in a couple of icy lights, down there. more no. than no. oh, a couple. Yeah, it's river water. A couple per quarter. Listen, let's not even talk about the water that they filter with steel that you're drinking as a child out of the faucet and the hoses. Yeah. I'm talking about the river water they put in the cans and sell as icy light to people.
2: <laughs> a
0: lot of bodies in there, yeah. so you're building up other people's antibodies. That's right. George Blanna could have played till he was seventy if he wanted. It's to
2: not them. even beer; sure. it's just water in a can that gets you fucked up for some reason.
0: Yeah, that was the GB four. What's George Blanda's number? oh uh, I think like eight or something.
1: Some weird number. TB twelve.
0: TB twelve is much different than the GB planned his number GB62 16. 16. Okay. GB16 was much different I believe than TB12 and I'm only saying that because he is from an area we are from <laughs> so we're assuming he acts just <laughs> like us yeah he does now that the world's opening back up so many new thrills are on the horizon okay and whether you've been in a relationship for years or just getting started we're excited to get back out there and meet new
1: people Hell yeah
0: when the moment comes, it's not come too quick.
1: Yeah. Oh here we go. I get it.
0: That is not what they had in their copy.
1: Okay. They <laughs> should. That was oh,
0: I think they're going in a different direction, so let's go back a sentence or two. Okay, okay. When you when the moment comes, you wanna be ready.
1: That's yeah. true. Yeah. With
0: Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for erectile dysfunction. Ooh. All from the comfort and privacy of your home. Once you take care of that though, you get the Roman swipes, and guess what? Ha! Huh?
1: Last a long time. Banging up. Yeah. It's
2: Pete
0: Alonzo at the all <laughs> yes. at the home run dirt.
1: dingers. Downtown.
0: Bingo. Hockey, b- her, population you dude. Hell yeah. who once started an NFL season at the bottom of the mountain and found his way at the mountaintop as a Super Bowl champion. 31 teams lose every single year. One year, this man found himself as the one team that beat everybody else. Also, college football national champion, ladies and gentlemen, the greatest jawline in sports, AJ Hall. Yeah! Yeah! What's up, dude? Happy fucking NFL regular season kickoff day, dude. That's right, man. Say it right. Happy Thursday Night Football Thursday. That's what this is. This isn't Thursday Night Football Thursday, okay? This is NFL regular season kickoff Thursday, dude. Um. Mm Boom. Okay, well, I'm
6: still sticking with the original, but hey, we can still brainstorm. We're still throwing them out there.
0: Okay, well, I think we've already decided. All right, welcome to the show, Hour 2. We've already decided this is NFL regular season kickoff Thursday. We will have another brainstorm sesh before next Thursday. I'm so excited for this, A.J. Hawk. We don't even have to act like we care about the dramatic bullshit stories that surround every team for five, six, seven months. Now we get a chance to talk about actual football, A.J. It's a great day to be alive, pal.
6: I think there's a lot of people all around America and all around the world that feel the exact same that you do. Like, hey, this is it. We have finally made it. It's been a long off season, a long haul, and, and here we go.
0: Exact same way that I do. You don't feel that way? That isn't a we thing? This oh, is a big time God. you? Oh, out? no,
6: it's we. It's, I'm absolutely part of that.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm pumped to watch the game. Not
6: only does football start tonight, it's a very intriguing game. I really want to see how it plays out.
0: Is any one of these teams going to be in your uh, prediction, projection, for what our Super Bowl winners or our Super Bowl participants oh, yeah. are going to be? Because that yeah. has to happen today, AJ.
6: It's possible that they are, but uh, there's also a good chance that neither of these teams are in my... uh,
0: You remember yesterday you got real deep thinking, you were like, why do we project or predict anything? Do you remember doing that on a show? I mean, yeah, it was definitely
6: not any kind of deep thinking, just a disdain for prediction is all it was.
0: Yeah, but like we're a sports show. But
6: is that part of a sports show is to try to predict things and then... I, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I'm cool. I, I'm trying to come around to the idea of this.
0: He's been doing it a year and a half. I know. Two huh. years.
6: Yeah, but I don't like. I don't think that's. I don't think people would would look to me for a prediction of they what's going to happen. I would twenty weeks from now.
0: Well, and I think the other reason why you feel that way is because you did give like one of your big first predictions was Dallas Cowboys yeah. in the Super Bowl <laughs> Blue last year, and, and it kind hey, of sorry.
6: Oh, my bad. Sorry, starting QB gets hurt. Sorry, guys. This is why you do this predictions. Four hundred million dollars for a reason because he's a stud. He goes down, of course, the season kind of
0: falls apart. Hey, listen, I love Deck. By the way, after watching Hard Knocks, I love him even more. In uh, they had that walkaway shot with uh, Aiden Diggs. Uh his dad Trevon
1: dig Trayvon
0: digs and then Dak and they were walking away. Dak's calves might be this big yeah they might be this large as he was walking away i'm like golly and then i thought back like it wasn't that long ago where he had a cramp and that thing was going the opposite direction it seems like he is all the way back they paid him his mentality is awesome i love what the dallas cowboys are potentially going to be this season just like i've loved what the dallas cowboys were going to potentially be for the last like bunch of seasons I just think on this particular night it did not matter what football team was showing up in Tampa Bay when that pirate ship gets a rocking don't come knocking because these cannons are firing and Tom Brady's entering his 22nd fucking year 300th regular season start tonight I just don't think anybody could stop that night
6: I mean that that's at the same time though when you lay it all out like that it makes it, it makes me a bit weary of, of like hey everything is set up for them to just pile on and dominate the Cowboys but what if all of that stuff surrounding the game what if it gets to a couple of the young guys and they don't they don't make the plays like they normally do
0: Well 22 returning starters uh, for the Tampa and Bay. And
6: Dallas B- though, don't you think Dallas has got a, a big old chip on their shoulder like they want to come out and like they they know that nobody's giving them a chance. I,
0: I their owner actually said this is David versus Goliath and I think every team, you know that would potentially play against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this year are going to be able to have that chip like oh, nobody thinks we are going to win this game. Nobody. Th- it even happened last year. I forget who said it. Maybe Tom said it? No. BA, I forget who said it. Somebody said it associated with the team that even before they were a good team last year, everybody was gunning for them. I forget who it was. They're basically like, as soon as that roster was assembled last year, it immediately was like, oh, there's the big dog. That's what we need. Even the Saints, they felt like, even Saints fans were even acting like, "We this is our game. This is the biggest game. And I think they were very open about like, we weren't even a team then, especially with COVID, no preseason. Peyton Manning came on during the Super Bowl and was like, I have no idea how uh, Tom's been able to do he, he wasn't. He's not allowed to be in meetings with anybody. He's not allowed to eat food with anybody. They're not allowed to do anything. This, just in the entire offseason they had, building off of what last year was, Tom openly stating that the undefeated season is something he wants. I just feel like they're not going to miss a, a beat, but that's why the NFL season special, because there's a chance they can come out laying lay an egg, I guess. Yeah,
4: maybe. Well, to your point in the first hour. Wow. This is a, like, I, I veterans know that they have to come out and, like, perform in a game like this, right? Like, I just don't see there being any way that Brady comes out with all the stuff and that's going on and lay an egg. I just can't see it.
0: I, I think so, too. Uh, but, you know, some great teams have to be reminded that, hey, you ain't shit, you know? And I think B.A. would be the perfect guy to do that. Did you see what Nick Saban said last night about his football team, AJ?
6: Oh, yeah. I, I watched the, the whole uh, clip this morning.
0: I love it. I couldn't love it more uh, I was only able to find a blurry version I think we found another version of this thing mm-hmm. Nick Saban uh, addressing his team is probably how Bruce Arians felt by the way going into this offseason. season remember Bruce Arians said uh, there's some guys that aren't here that they ain't gonna make the fucking team man. <laughs> yeah. and they got all 22 starters back by the way and he's like there's some people that aren't here and he said when they get back because they don't want to be at our OTAs or doing their own OTAs I'm gonna kick their fucking ass is what he actually said and I've heard the campus hard but like the great coaches I think they have a good read on where their team is, if their team's too comfortable, let's hope is able to do that. I don't think that's ever going to happen in Alabama, and if you're watching this as any other college football fan base, including the cult that I got a chance to experience, OH! But I, you already got one. What do you mean? Alright. Hmm. come on. Roll fucking tide, then. Go ahead and play <laughs> That's why you guys ain't ever going to win. Go ahead and play this thing from saving, please.
3: Okay, I think several years ago, um, it was the sixth or seventh game of the year. Um, we just beat Texas A&M and people started talking about our team and I had to bring everyone's attention to um, what I referred to as rat poison alright so now we basically played one half of one game Okay. alright we went ahead 27 nothing in the game um, and then it was basically 17-16 after that with two stops inside the five yard line and um, You know, so we didn't maintain our intensity in the game. So we were affected by the scoreboard. So we haven't proven that we can play for 60 minutes. Um, Then we come out on Monday and really not ready to practice. I I guess because of respect we have for the opponent. I don't really know all that. Or maybe it's what they read on social media or in the media or whatever after one half of a game this season. And, um... You know, then it was hot yesterday. So, you know, so we got every external factor in the world uh, that is affecting our ability to maintain intensity uh, and play the way we need to play and practice the way we need to practice to improve. Uh, we got the scoreboard affects us, uh, who we're playing affects us, uh, the heat affects us, the media and what you guys write every day affects us. So, you know, to me, we got to prove uh, that we can play and maintain intensity for 60 minutes in a game, execute, do our job, play hard, finish games, finish plays, do things the way we're supposed to do it. So, um, you know, I'm really excited about being able to play uh, at home.
0: I love that that is a beautiful depiction of a man that's just absolutely miserable. The ability to point out all of those negatives is a, a gene, a trait, a uh, thing that I think you need to keep people motivated if you're going to coach for 500 years and win all the time. That was gorgeous. Him saying, we want, yeah, we won by 100. All right? They were never in that fucking game. All right? But this team ain't shit, and I'm fed up with everything about the way they're acting. I love it so much. I, I guess the internet said this is what he does against every time they have to play an FCS team or whatever, but I love that he kept a straight face through that entire thing, and I think he actually believes that. I believe that Nick Saban actually yeah. believes that, AJ.
6: Hey, when he mentioned, like, well, it's hot on Tuesday, like, I was just <laughs> thinking of him, like all of his players nervously warming up every day, like, okay, all right, okay, here we go. Oh, oh, Oklahoma drew the first hour and a half. Cool, cool, okay.
0: Man, I feel I feel like we played pretty good, uh, but you're right, yeah. I mean, it's 150 fucking <laughs> degrees, but it is not hot. Okay, all right. I feel like our team's probably going to win by another 100, by the way, this weekend. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. probably going to win by another... And hey, you guys ain't fucking shit, Saban says to him. He basically told him, this team stinks. This is the most mentally soft team I have ever had in my entire life. And I assume that he's ringing that message after practice when he's calling... T- I assume they're two periods in, by the way, that Monday practice, and he's... Uh, b- Bring him up. We'll start this whole thing back over. I feel like he had a mission. He was like, if I see one ounce of let up from anybody in this fucking team, this thing is going back to the beginning. We experienced that with Rich Rodriguez, and I don't think I ever heard him say, like, Hey, good team we have. (laughs) You know, like I guess there is a payoff probably at some point. Saban puts that hat on. He celebrates has a little bit of moment. Rich Rod said the only time we're going to celebrate and enjoy this thing is when we kick somebody's ass and then we're going to move on and then we're going to do it again. It was like, all right, I appreciate that that was his style. Saban seems to be the same way. That accountability we need to maintain intensity is a great way to describe not finishing off a game, by the way.
6: Well, every coach is scared to death of complacency from their coaching staff, from their players, everyone involved. Like, I'm sure Saban is not easy on the, the people working in the cafeteria, the janitors. I'm sure he makes sure everybody is on their toes. But it's got to be nice, too, that this is coming – like, this sounds like a guy that has only won, that like only knows winning football over and over and over again. He's been doing it for so long. Yeah, like, this is the stuff that he has to deal with. I'm sure there's coaches that are trying to find a way to – get a team to 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 go five hundred that are like, man, it must be nice, like if I had to sit here and worry about my players feeling too good about themselves.
0: Let's um let's be very clear. You cannot act like that if you don't have the resume. Okay. And this no. is the Bill Belichick coaching tree thing where guys leave the Patriots and they try to enforce Saban or Belichick's way of doing things, we're not happy, and then you lose 10, 11 games. It's hard to continue to do that and get people to buy in when you fucking stink. If you can do this and win, everybody's like, well, fuck it. This guy's won before, I'm gonna do that. I think it's hard, though, for others that haven't accomplished it. Like, people are going after other college coaches from my tweet, I tweeted that out last night, obviously, I forget who had the actual video, I think guy named Gary or something, I appreciate Gary, but it was a press conference, so actually that's free right to use for everybody, because it is a press conference, naturally, but you fucking get it. And I wish the guy that ripped it, we, that we from, I appreciate him ripping it, but a higher quality would have been nice too, mm. because <laughs> I thought that it was my internet actually was the problem. And it was, there. <laughs> it, it was a full thing, but I just love the fact though, that immediately after watching that, everybody from their college fan base goes, Hey, why didn't my fucking coach act like this? <laughs> yeah. Why I need my coach act like this? It's like, well, you got to have, Seven national titles or something like that. I forget how many he has. I I think it's seven. You gotta have seven national titles to be able to get to that degree of. I'm fucking mad at everything at all times because everybody will buy in and believe that thing. It was very cool to see that because I felt like he has got to a point where he believes that that team is a bad team that he has. And I love that. And I, I wish he would enjoy it more, but the fact that he doesn't is the reason why they're good. So that, that's why I don't think I could be a coach by the way, because we win. Hey, we should celebrate. We yeah. not wins are not easy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We should enjoy this. You want off Monday? I agree. Fuck. I'll see you on Wednesday. All right. And let's remember how good this feels. So we do it again. Uh, this is the same type of thing that B.A. is going to have to do, by the way.
6: Yeah, you know, B.A. Yeah. started it. B.A. started it in the offseason. Remember him telling them how he's going to – like what camp is going to be like? He's not going to let anybody sit back and just uh, ride on what they did the year before. But going back to Saban quick, it, don't you think if you were a like a beat writer covering Alabama, you could really get a, develop a good relationship with Saban if you just killed the team every day? Don't, don't kill Saban, but kill the team and just talk about like players – playing bad like then he because then he would probably put that up in the meeting room he, he would show him yeah this is this guy this guy knows what's up you hey, talk to this
0: <laughs> hey all those other media guys they don't know shit they're telling you you're good look at what this guy's saying this guy hey 30 years how long's he been writing 30 years he said you guys fucking stink in the
6: fourth quarter <laughs> yeah he's he's seen all of them and he names all the great players that have come in the past that saving annihilated them when they were sitting in that meeting room too and showed them players that he had before like that's what coaches do like I think that'd be an interesting uh, play by somebody if they want to get in on it.
0: What a pretzel Saban's potentially in because he has to stick up for his team too, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. And he yeah. hates the media, mm-hmm. right? He clearly hates the media. Mm-hmm. So if the media jumps on his side there, yeah, we were, we're actually wondering why your team wasn't prepared. Do you think you're losing it as a coach? You know, and like what if he goes, Whew. you motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That would be amazing. I, I think everybody though saw exactly why you know they got they got five star players at every position, four four levels deep. Exactly, literally four levels deep. So I think Saban genuinely believes, and I think a lot of people who probably coach elsewhere believe, what the amount of recruits that they get. You got to remember, like two good recruits can turn around a program. Oh yeah, you know, like I keep I always harp on this because I actually lived it. Pat and Steve showed up in West Virginia. And they were the two fastest people on the field every time we got on the field. The entire program changed. We had a great offensive line, obviously, but that offensive line would not have had the success it had if it wasn't for Pat and Steve. And Pat only came because I think LSU offered him to be a corner or wide receiver. And Steve Slayton got his uh, scholarship pulled from Maryland like a week before signing day or something like that. So he ended up at West Virginia. It's like two of those five-star type guys can turn around an entire program, let alone if you have 80 of them. Yes. And I think that is why Saban is potentially pissed because he knows, like, hey, even in the fourth quarter when we got our fifth stringers in, we should be beating the shit out of everybody here. Like, that is actually how he feels. I appreciate that, but at some point you got to enjoy your life too. You know what I mean? At some point you got to enjoy your fucking life. I hope Saban gets... Hey! You know what? I have a good time when we kick somebody's fucking ass. Hell yes. <laughs> that's a direct quote from Rich Rodriguez, and I assume Saban's just the same exact
1: way. Well, and that's why when like, you guys mentioned the players in 150-degree heat doing Oklahoma drills, like they know, hey, the guy behind me is a first-round pick too, so I have to come out here and perform or else Saban will put in 22 new starters and we will still win by 50. What if he benched Bryce Young from week one to week two? Bryce Young just
0: had the biggest start in oh. Alabama football history. He's got a podcast now on the Volume Network, yeah. I think. Listen... I, I understand it's a good idea. He can't say anything on that podcast. He's quarterback for Alabama. He's got Sabin looking at him and NFL scouts looking at him. He's not going to be able to say anything. I like that he's doing a podcast, but it's like, what if, what if, saying, doing a podcast, huh? Hmm. Huh who's that fucking five oh Mac Jones is right behind you there's another Mac Jones right behind you it's yeah. like he has that ability because of what he's created with that machine over there I just hope he gets to enjoy it sometime
4: go ahead. well I was just that's the only way they get better too right I mean like because it, it'd be tough not to like you know everyone's complacent yeah exactly everyone's talking about they they do this every single year they have these big marquee games and it's like well I don't know this team they're playing's tough they're ranked whatever and okla—and they, they go out and beat the piss out of them and it just happens over and over again like if you don't coach these Guys, this way, they probably aren't ever going to get any better. And by the way, this is when
0: you're shaping people, too 18 years, 19 mm-hmm. years of age, or you have to coach. You know, the thought of Saban watching that Clemson, Georgia game going, These teams fucking stink. My, <laughs> yeah. my team isn't going to be scared of anything. Definitely. And then they're watching watch that Florida State. These fucking teams are terrible. Oh, my guys are going to think they're so good. They see these shitty ass teams, and we just won by 100. I'm going to have to fucking lay into them. Team meeting tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. <laughs> yeah. Sunday morning, I need everybody in the goddamn building. He's watching everybody else like, Oh, Bryce Young's watching this like, this team stinks. There's nobody else that can even keep up with us. He probably showed Ohio State highlights in the fourth quarter. You probably fell asleep before this happened. These teams are out here still. You know, like anything you can do to motivate a group that is clearly head and shoulders above everybody else. That's why Saban's been great. But remember, that thing was not always like that. He had to build that to get to this point. Nothing but respect for that man. Joining us now is a guy who was a host of a show that got canceled. Oh, Oh, no. It was. Again? No, it just, it was. Because there might be new listeners. It's football season, obviously, today, regular season, kicking off. I just want everybody (laughs) to know that it was not because of his lack of talent or friends that Rap Sheet and friends got canceled. It was a decision that was made by the higher-ups that we still, to this day, believe is absolute bullshit. Absolutely. That's no bull, my friend. No No. bull. That's no bull at all when I say that. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us now, Senior Insider for NFL.com and NFL Network, with a off-season wrap-up with Rap Sheet and Friends. Ladies and gentlemen, here Rapworth. Yeah! What's up? What up, dude? Congratulations. We made it, man. Football. Yeah!
7: I uh, I woke up today in a good mood. I uh, had to fire off the uh, I'm ready for football season tweet, the old uh, we made it, which I feel like me and everyone else did, but I just I wanted to because we did make it. Uh, we beat COVID. Uh, well, it's football season. Yes, and let's go. Hey, I mean, it's right. Let's
0: go, dude. We we beat the monotony of caring about other sports. Yes, you know what I mean. You beat the monotony of being like a good golfer some days and terrible most other days. Mm-hmm. I mean, we beat acting like we were interested in all the shit we were doing on Thursdays and Sundays. Mm-hmm. We have we beat all that, especially in the time that we're at where people seem to be sucking happiness out of every aspect of life. We did it. It is a great day, in Rapport, And I know you have said in the past that you're scared to act like a human on Twitter because a lot of people have your notifications on. So if you were to say like, oh, I like oatmeal cookies. Like, <laughs> people would be like, hey Rapport, we don't need that. So I like that you look like a human this morning hey you're one of us dude you're a fucking human good for you Ian. that's awesome
7: yeah all the things that i still some frustration all the things i don't say like all the really like irreverent hilarious observations that i have that i don't share all right those don't exist let's get to the game tonight
0: all right let's get to what you (laughs) hey hey, we don't need any of that shit all right we need you to do what i'm saying yeah it's exactly right okay let's um hey was there ever a chance zach martin was going to do this thing or was jerry jones just selling a promotion on first take that hey i just need two negatives was there ever a thought he was going to play in this game
7: I think there was a little bit of a thought, like, say, on Monday, because if he had been, like, if he started to be symptom-free on Monday, then he would have had a shot to play because he could have gotten a test, say, like, Wednesday morning, Thursday morning. If he's clear, clear, then he would have been able to play. I never heard that he got to the point of taking a first test, so I'm not sure he was symptom-free at all. So maybe when Jerry Jones spoke, it was theoretically a possibility, but I didn't talk to anyone not that Jerry Jones is not with the team, but I didn't talk to anyone with the team on the football side who actually thought he had a chance of playing. And, like, it's a guard, and I don't want to overstate it, but, like, he is one of the best in football and awesome. So it's a pretty significant loss for the Cowboys. It really is. I'd say.
6: Ian, what about Dak Prescott? What are you hearing from anybody around Dallas? Like, how confident are are they in his ankle that was repaired, the shoulder, lat injury? Like, I guess, how how good do they feel about him heading into
7: the night? I would say they feel really, really good. Now we'll go to the ankle first. So in April, April and May, Dak was going out there, throwing like 40 passes to receivers. It was a little early, but he was that far ahead in his rehab, that confident in his ankle that he could go out and throw, not fully normal, but almost normal. And I think there was a lot of checkpoints along the way that the Cowboys were like, all right, this guy is going to be 100% fully back. But when he was out there, you know, throwing passes to his guys in, like, May, I think at that point, honestly, they kind of stopped worrying about it. Like, I didn't get the sense in camp that it was an issue at all. We brought it up because that's what we do. But I don't get the sense. Like, he tested it. He, he did everything for it. I think the ankle is fine. Um, the arm is also good now. Like, there were definitely some moments in camp. That nobody thought it was major. But it's definitely something that can go from really small – to nagging and horribly annoying really quick so they were like overly overly cautious to make sure that he got to this point now where he's fine and i think he's fine and i think they're going to be i think they're going to be really good is there any conversation
0: about aiden Diggs dropping five six balls from dak and maybe dak can't throw a catchable ball anymore in post-surgery oh.
7: um i have not heard any chatter um uh, to such, not at all. Sorry. I
0: mean, the resiliency of Aiden, by the way, he did score a touchdown. He yeah. got back onto that horse. He did not be, get deterred. But uh, as I was seeing, I was like, maybe it's not that good of a catchable ball at this oh. point. Uh, another offensive guard that you took a massive shot at earlier, and just like you did with Vrabel, I don't know why you walk into these things. That, I mean, that's just what you... Remember what he said oh, about
7: yeah. Kyle Long? To yeah, oh, yeah, What's wow. your deal with guards? What's your deal with guards? No, I love guards. I mean, I'm. I've always been a proponent of guards. I'm a huge fan. I would say guards... <laughs> Guards over centers. Well, uh, you yeah. know, well, probably guards centers over. will pick you up and break
0: you in half as well. You, you know, that a lot all of these... people
7: would pick me up and
0: break <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let's talk about Quentin Nelson. OK, their practice starts in, what, 10 minutes for the Indianapolis Colts. Carson Wentz is all the way back. Quentin Nelson, I don't think he participated yesterday, but right. they're saying like, hey, he is doing everything he possibly can to be back. He's also, I mean, him and Zach, what, top two guards in football, basically. Oh, yeah. Is he back, you think? What are you hearing out of the Colts?
7: Anything? Uh, I don't think that was a foot yesterday. I think that was a sort of like back spasm thing that's pretty minor yesterday. So like, awesome. I don't think he okay. – yeah, like so he needs a little, you know, right, one of those things. Needs a Theragun himself or Hyperice or whatever we're, uh, whatever our therapeutic tool of choice is. Um, so I think his – look, he is incredibly tough, as you know. If he could possibly be out there, I think he is going to be out there. They are still optimistic that both those guys would make it which is so crazy because like you know I mean I know you track that really closely I also have tracked it really closely oh, when those guys had closer. surgery like well, me or you much closer us I don't know about that bet. anyway um, <laughs> bet uh, betting is illegal no, no, it's no, it's not. not it's no, it's no, not, not. For me, it's, it's illegal. What are you allowed bet? to bet?
0: Why aren't you allowed to bet? The NFL the is all in on bets. It's, it's every other commercial. It's on, it's
7: on the ticker on I, your yeah, network. I am not allowed to bet. Why? Because, I don't know, because of what I do. Because he works for the NFL, technically,
1: right? He works for the NFL, yeah. You don't
7: think Jerry
0: Jones is putting in some fucking bets as (laughs) soon as uh, mobile sports betting is allowed in Texas, which is on its way, by the way, which is huge. It's huge for our particular company and also the world.
7: That's right. Also the world. No, but it really is, like, literally amazing that Carson Wentz is going to get – I know this was about Quentin Nelson, but the the fact that Carson Wentz is going to be out there looking like a – pretty mobile quarterback is incredible. Ian, do we know how much pain he's in?
6: Ian, sorry to cut you off. Do we know how much pain he's in? I know Doug Peterson said, like, hey, this is something that you can play through the pain. It's not going to hurt it any worse. Like, do you have any idea where he is?
7: I was told not quite 100%, which makes me think there's some pain and discomfort. I just just don't think that it's something that he's going to sort of let it. I, I think he'll be okay with it. But no one has said to me, like, he's good. He doesn't have to worry about it. He's back to normal. I don't think he's there yet. So I would imagine there's probably a little bit of pain and discomfort.
0: What the fuck did Doug Peterson say? And who cares what Doug Peterson said about Quentin Nelson?
6: Well, not Doug Peterson. Whoever. Frank Reich. Oh! Frank Reich. geez. Oh, geez. Reich. Yeah, I didn't even know I threw Doug Peterson into there. Yeah,
0: well, it's all right. See, they
7: were hanging out We together. were on the same wavelength, so I knew he meant Frank
0: Reich. Okay, I respect it. I also knew that he, he meant Frank Reich, but the reason why I said I covered it much closer than you is because Frank Reich actually came on our show the day it happened. Yeah. So that's what I'm just saying. You know, like... Uh, you tell me. I mean, I don't know if he came on Rap Sheet and Friends. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> uh, let's continue to run around the NFL. <laughs> you, uh, you, you don't have enough time to do Rap Sheet and Friends. By the way, you got to break news everywhere. You don't have time to host a show. Let us do. Just do that. That's right. Yeah. Hey, uh, Godwin was hurt two days ago. He's back full participation. Nothing to think about there. Nothing to worry about there at all.
7: Nah, nothing to worry about. It was Saquon? really just like Saquon practiced yesterday. Came out of it clean. Gonna practice today. If he practices today and is fine, which he's probably gonna be, I think you'll get the full clearance tomorrow. Another one where like if you had asked me two months ago, I'd say like gonna be really close to for him actually being ready week one. But he seems like he's in a good place. I don't know that he's gonna be Saquon like like always. Like it might take a minute for him to get back to normal. But he's gonna make week one and that is Evan Ingham, probably not. Mm. Um, but Saquon probably will.
0: Okay, and last one here before the boys have some questions. I think AJ does as well. We appreciate your knowledge. And Austin Eckler, that kind of came out of nowhere, didn't it? I mean, I feel like that. When, once these pictures started showing up on my timeline, I was like, whoa, whoa,
7: this guy's in super good shape, right? He's like incredible shape. Is he going to be okay? What's going on with him? Uh, I think he's going to be okay. The injury was described to me as precautionary, or like the absence was described as precautionary. So I don't want to, like, it's a hamstring, so I don't want to just make like, ass ah, nothing because I've seen it go the other way. No one has told me it's concerning. So I think he's going to end up okay. I will also say this, and not that it is all about me, but this is a little bit about me. The amount of text messages I get when there's a big fantasy injury I was not ready for it yesterday. My phone literally blew up with everyone. I guess everyone in the world is that like on the fantasy team.
0: So. Oh, really? I did not know that. We're diving into the fantasy tonight. There's a free entry into FanDuel's Daily Fantasy mm-hmm. Contest with a million dollars in the top prize. Four million dollars in total prizes. Available for everybody in the United States above the age of 18. Fucking get in there and do your thing. Because everybody seems to be the smartest fantasy person on earth. If you ask them if they're in fantasy, they're the smartest person in earth in fantasy. Our authority on fantasy, ladies and gentlemen, our the Cowboys.
2: Uh, Right before you came in, I saw a tweet that the Chiefs may be planning to be without Tyron Matthew on Sunday. Is that because of COVID protocols?
7: Yeah. Yeah, it's because of COVID protocols. He hasn't cleared yet, and it's Thursday and hasn't practiced. And, you know, it's it's weird because it's – I mean, you know, we did this all last year too. There's no estimation. It's like he hasn't passed yet, so he hasn't passed yet. And there's no, like, is he feeling better? Like, he just – Hasn't cleared yet, and the fact that it's Thursday and he hasn't, I would say, puts his status in doubt. Uh, what I don't know is, could they play him if he doesn't practice? He is a Stuck. great special player. I mean, you know, one of the best. But practice is also important. So, yeah, I mean, Chiefs could go in without, I don't know, one of their best players, regardless of position, and that'd be pretty significant.
0: Quick thing, Jarvis, uh, Jarvis Landry touchdown potentially if Tyron Matthews not going to be in. All okay, right, so go
7: ahead, AJ.
6: Oh, there you go. What about the Jets? What about Zach Wilson? I feel like even though people are juiced on him, I think he's going to be great. They're still kind of under the radar. Can they make some noise?
5: I think they could.
7: It is a really, really good, young, dynamic coaching staff. And it's a team that, you know, it's weird because usually when you get like a first year coach like Robert Sala, you know, he's got his whole coaching staff. Usually you spend a year getting rid of everyone and it takes a year for them to kind of get going. They kind of did that last year. Yeah. So to me, they're like in a better position to hit the ground running and actually be decent than most first-year coaches who inherit horrible situations. So like to me, if they win 7 games, they go 7 and 10, which is weird to say still, but if they go 7 and 10 and Zach shows that he's the guy, it'll be a massively successful season. Like I don't know that they're ready to make the playoffs, but they got enough playmakers where they could They'll upset a couple teams, they'll look pretty good, and then next year they'll be kind of like that team on the rise.
0: Joe Douglas allegedly can build a, a culture, a team, everything like that. And last year, you're right, a lot of turnover there. Zach Wilson seems to be fucking unbelievable, too, in preseason. Mm-hmm. Who knows how he's going to be in the regular season. They're still the Jets, and I think we should treat them as such. But I want to go back to something you said there. You work for the NFL, you're not allowed to gamble, but you talk shit on their decision to have 17 games? Huh. Wow. Hmm. No. Yeah, I yeah. Seventeen. 17. 17. Hey, it sounds weird. Sounds stupid. It's like throwing savage. it up out yeah. of my mouth. Jeez. Well, what's that all about? You don't like it's Roger Goodell?
7: Season. It's the biggest <laughs> season
0: ever. Ian, question: Two yeah. years, three years, eighteen games.
7: Uh, I don't think we're there yet. Uh, let's let's get through seventeen games first, and um, then I think we'll we'll be okay. I will say this: like when it's February. I don't know, when's the Super Bowl? February 12th or something like that? And there's still sure. football to be watching? I'll be very happy. Yeah, so let's oh, go yeah. 17 games.
0: Me too. Hey, by the way, I'm not playing anymore. And not that it ever really affected me, but watching some of my teammates try to get to the finish line of a season and then literally going into a playoffs, like, yeah, just give us, give me whatever to get through this thing. (laughs) And then like, just get through the game. That extra game is going to mean something like probably to offensive guards that you don't give a single shit about. Go ahead, Ty. That's unbelievable. Yeah. You, Ian, a lot of shots fired. Roger Goodell. He just won. uh, Offensive guards and centers. Yep. I mean, so there's 32 of them at least at each position, two guards. So that's 64 uh, starters, setters 32. You do quick math, it's, you know, 96 people he pissed that's off. Of that's just Hold the on, starters. Now.
7: Hold on. I got the tackles on my side. So two tackles per team, two tackles per team. No, push. no, the offensive line two running. Yeah. They're
4: running they run packs, pal. Yeah, yeah, they hate you. Yeah, that's unbelievable. Go ahead. Sorry, dude. Uh, Ian. Devonte Adams. A report came out that said, uh, you know, there's no way that he's getting an extension done before the season. Uh, is that surprising at all, or is that something that we should have expected, especially with the uncertainty with Rodgers and the fact that he wanted a certain amount of money and it doesn't seem like the Packers are ever going to meet that? Uh, is he? Is this his last year in Green Bay? You think?
7: I would say it. It came off yesterday as kind of like some big news, but it probably shouldn't have been because when talks really broke down, I think it was right before training camp. I think it was like two days or so before training camp. That was it. Like, they reached a point where talks weren't going to continue. Devontae Adams and his people were not happy. The Packers were not in a good position. Talks just stopped, and it just never picked back up because there's no there's no common ground to work from. Like, he wants to be the highest-paid receiver in the NFL. That he would be DeAndre be. Hopkins. Does The Packers are not there yet, so they just went like this. And... You know, I couldn't say if it's his last season in Green Bay, though, because the Packers have the franchise tag. It's a lot. I think it's, like, 20 next year. But he's a very, very, very good player, so he might be worth it. So I think we could be preparing for, like, a last dance, but they could always tag him and go, yeah, no.
0: Oh, Devonte, like, in the back of his mind, yeah, I have a chance to make the Hall of Fame. Uh, yeah, I've had an incredible run. I'm finally getting my flowers and respect Uh, But who's going to be the quarterback throwing me the ball? Right. I mean, that, that is something that any wide receiver, especially somebody who's very accomplished, although they're going to get money, that is, I think, becoming a much more prevalent conversation with people, especially as these salary caps are being played with and teams are kind of coming together. Hopefully for the Packers, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams are there forever. Packers for life.
1: Hell yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, but... Kunta
0: Kun seems like he's a guy that's going to get yeah, that done, too. He sure go ahead, the Go ahead, Boston. Sure
1: no does. chance. Uh, Rapsheet, Jamar Chase came out and said, the NFL ball's a little <laughs> harder to catch than the NCAA ball. Uh, we saw him struggle a little early, but has he come on as of late, or is he still having some problems with the playbook and such? I, I think it's
7: more just – I don't know about the playbook. I think it's more just honestly catching the ball. And he's not wrong, by the way. The NFL ball is a little slicker. I just have not heard a receiver come out and say, like, <laughs> I've not heard anyone come out and say it like that. Um, now he is a great talent, so my sense is he's going to be fine. And I'll probably be talking to Bengals people later in the week to kind of hone in on this a little bit, because it is interesting. Like I can't remember a situation where a top top pick had a preseason like this. Like again, I think he's going to be fine, but it's a it's it's alarming or noteworthy or somewhere in between. Like he was supposed to be a very sure thing after the preseason he had and i didn't get the sense it got any better late so i it, a lot of eyes are going to be on him in game one i will say that a lot of eyes. you got a jugs machine over there uh we don't have a jugs machine but we got a bounce back so i could just fire it into the bounce package
0: just... is that a that's what the baseball
1: yeah and that's yeah, like, in lacrosse
0: and lacrosse you do that mm-hmm. You saying, you know, the NFL football is much more difficult to catch a college ball. is one of my favorite things you have ever said, by the way. Well, I just want to let hold you on. know. The to authority on catching footballs.
7: I have so many balls. Wilson sends me a new ball every day, which I love. Wilson, good job, guys. Hey, shout sends out, Wilson. Uh, shout uh, shout out, Wilson. fine. Yeah. Wilson. 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 I Come on. Here we go. Ah. Oh, he's in so shorts. Got this from my backdrop.
0: Ooh. Wow. That does yes. look yes. like you Lovely. need to
6: scuff
7: it up.
0: Yeah, that but ball will never I, see the field. I... (laughs) Gotta scuff need to thing put it in
7: the dryer or something. Are you allowed to put it in the dryer still? So actually,
0: that's <laughs> Mitch Berger allegedly did that, right? Because abuse led to restrictions, so the K-balls were their own separate balls for a long time, and guys were able to do whatever they wanted to them, and I think the story goes, I don't think I've ever actually looked into it. You could probably find out this much quicker than me. Mitch Berger did have it in the sauna, then in the dryer, then in the <laughs> sauna, then in the dryer, and that thing became an Aussie rules football, basically, <laughs> yeah. In (laughs) Somehow that ball got put in and Brett Favre ended up throwing a pick because he was throwing like a watermelon basically and then the the K-ball rule came in the next year because if it wasn't Brett Favre was another big quarterback was like I don't know what that that was not a football (laughs) and then the K-ball rule came into effect where it had to be brand new balls for every kicker and then now there's 30 minutes you're allowed to work with them and that became an entire thing what I'm saying is I mean I like that you are the authority on what ball is better to catch and what is it you know I absolutely love it for me actually My hand size, NFL ball was much easier for me to catch Mm. than a college ball. Really? Yeah, but sometimes the college balls are a little bit... Why is that? I just think, like, the size was just, like... And also, I think I hit the jugs machine a lot more in the NFL than I did in college, so it just became something where I was just, like, catching balls every single time. But, like, I just think the sizing was right for me. College balls, though, there's not as many rules on the deflation or the inflation of the ball. I'm not saying Joe Burrow was a guy that maybe liked it a little bit lighter or whatever, but I think college balls have a much more likely chance of a, you know, cause there's been a couple of times where I went out onto the field in college football and I felt the ball and I was like, Oh, this is the worst ball to kick in the history of the world. <laughs> Pat, I hope you can throw the shit out of this thing. I like, got really happy for you. Ian, we can't thank you enough for joining us, dude. You're the best man. Happy football season, dude.
7: Happy football season to you guys too. Enjoy watching tonight. I'll talk to you next week. What do you got to do? Work all day? I'm going to work until uh, 6, and then I'm just going to watch football, and it's going to be awesome. Hell yeah. Wait, is NFL Network doing, uh, like, an uh,
0: all-day kickoff celebration Ed Sheeran? Yep. You, you got an interview with Ed Sheeran or anything?
7: Uh, I got no Ed Sheeran action. Um, I will be watching. Like, I mean, I think our programming ends at 7.30 or something like that, and then after that it's just sit in my basement with many TVs and watch football.
0: Right, before we uh, chat with you next week, will you try to get a piece of information for us or no?
7: Uh, I'll, there'll be some news this week. Some things will happen on Sunday. I will have some info for you.
0: I want to know about how many shirts, fifty dollars shirts, Ed Sheeran
7: sold. Oh yeah, is he sell fifty dollars shirts? I think oh. the NFL sells. Are them. they like? Is there like gold in there?
0: Well, I I think just because it exists, it is gold for some people. Oh, yeah. I, I saw the NFL start promoting this, and just as somebody who, you know, potentially crashed Shopify today.
7: Yeah, no big deal, huh?
0: Fucking get it together, Shopify. We never do these. Yeah, come okay, on, we out. never do sales ever. We never do sales ever. 20% off to celebrate the NFL. You know, coming back today. Shut Shopify crashes. Obviously. Of course. She must it be a coincidence. Obviously, it must be a coincidence. Between that, the fire alarm, everything else that's going on, COVID. I yeah, mean, huh? what is. I will survive. <laughs> I, I will survive. Will survive. hey, 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 hey. Happy season to you, pal. We appreciate you, ladies and gentlemen, Ian Rappaport one of the people who was dancing on this guy's success. So much so that he actually put the New England Patriots and Mac Jones' quarterback as a better offense going into the season than Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. Ladies and gentlemen of ESPN Get Up Fame NFL Live host, first take, and going to be on your TV seven to eight hours a day for the next five months, and we are thankful for it. Ladies and gentlemen, Dan O'Logs. Yeah! Oh. Like, dang, backwards hat. You look cool, dude.
5: Thanks, buddy. Thanks, you. It's it's more because I got this this cloth of a hair that I'm trying not to look so stupid with. Oh,
0: your hair's terrible. That's a shame. We're coming into the season. Now's Dan Orlovsky season. The hair's got to be good. What's going on?
5: Missed a
0: haircut appointment today. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, busy day. It's NFL kickoff day, Dan. It's NFL kickoff. Can okay. we? Let's dive right into what you said on GitHub uh, because as soon as I saw the graphic make its way onto Twitter, I sent it to you and I said, "Oh, the ESPN execs told you to say something stupid so that there'd be good reaction from it." You said, "No, no." You said your top five offenses. By the way, I think these are incredible offenses. You said Chiefs, Bucks, Bills, Browns, Patriots. I believe is that right?
5: uh yeah
0: okay so there's no Aaron Rodgers there okay there's there there, which makes no sense to me I just because they only put pictures of the quarterbacks whenever you put Mac Jones over top of Aaron Rodgers immediately people are going to say oh this guy doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about why did you say these things and what are your expectations of Mac Jones especially pre-draft post-draft and then now after seeing him perform
5: yeah I didn't rank the quarterbacks I ranked the offenses I didn't make the graphics so whoever put the pictures there I have no idea um, I, I didn't. I didn't know they were going to put a graphic of the, the quarterbacks there. So if I had to rank the quarterbacks, Aaron would certainly be in the top five. Um, kind of. When I did the segment, when I did the segment, I said, "Okay, my kind of. I look at football completely different than 99 percent of the people who have for 40 years. I'm not going to rank an offense just because they got a great quarterback." Okay. I said that there was a couple. There was criteria that had to be met for to be in the, my top five. Number one. You had to have a proven offensive scheme and play caller. Number two, you had to have a proven offensive line. Number three, you had to have weapons. And number four, then it was about the quarterback. So that's why, number one, Kansas City checks every one of those boxes. Number two, oh, you also had to use motion a ton. Number two, Tampa Bay uh, checks all those boxes, even so in the motion use. Buffalo is the only one that didn't check the motion usage, but I think Josh Allen is – that's special with Dable, keeping Dable. Four, Cleveland checked every single box. Now, the reason why I put New England at five is I think New England's going to have a top five offensive line in football. Josh oh, yeah. Daniel, is one of the best play cars in football. I think that everyone's looking for a singular star in their offense. Randy Moss, Rob Gronkowski, it's not those guys. It's their offensive line It's the star. Everyone else just has to be a piece. If you look at Aguilar Bourne, Hunter Henry, John U. Smith and James White, if you just take their career averages, they're going to average about 320 catches as a group. That's going to be really, really good offensive football. So um, I think Mac Jones is, is going to be fantastic because they're not going to ask him to do a lot because their run game and offensive line would be so great. So why didn't I put Green Bay in there? Is that your question?
0: I mean, you said a lot there. I just found out that I have to give somebody $50,000 oh, at the end of the oh season because we're no. now trending number one. I oh. mean, there's a lot happening here while you're talking about Mac Jones because David Bakhtiari is not playing for the first six weeks, being better than the NFC Championship appearing Green Bay Packers offense back-to-back years, going into a third year with Matt LaFleur. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, could you please tell me? And congr- thanks to everybody, by the way. PMS Super Bowl. Yeah. Predictions yeah. trending number one. Sure, yes, we we'll would do something like that today. The, the just Dan, the thought about it is, how do you not have Aaron Rodgers in that thing? I don't care. You said he's number four, it's Aaron Rodgers, dude. He's the MVP. You did that on purpose, I think, right? You had to but have done it. I'm not it. ranking
5: the quarterbacks. If I was ranking the quarterbacks, I would have put them in there again. I prefaced my comment, Pat, by saying I don't look at offenses strictly through the vacuum lens of who's the quarterback. I'm not going to do that. I didn't put the Seattle Seahawks in there because. It's a first-time play caller. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. That there's a that's a big question mark. I like Shane Waldron. Right. He comes from a great scheme. We'll see how it goes. Being a really good coach and being a really good play caller are different things. I did put the Tennessee Titans in there strictly for the same thing. We, they lost Arthur Smith. We'll see how Todd Downing does. I love Todd. I know Todd. I hope he's great. But we'll see how it plays out on the field. I didn't put Green Bay in there because everyone's going. How could you put an offense led by a rookie quarterback in there? You mentioned Bakhtiar not being there for six weeks. That means they will have three new starting positions on the offensive line for six weeks. Two of those guys are gonna be rookies. You know, Josh Myers and Royce Newman, it sounds like are gonna are they're gonna be the two starters. That's a big deal, dude. Like that's a big deal. Man. And so Terrible. I just want to see how that kind of plays itself <laughs> it's out, good. that's
6: all. Dan, you hey, you listed you listed like your criteria when you were trying to rank these offenses and i think you said the quarterback was like fourth or fifth don't you think like at least in my eyes i feel like if you don't have your quarterback you don't have anyone you can have the best line and everything you could be average you could be
5: a good team but you're not going to be great without a franchise QB i feel like yeah no, I, I those are like that's a fair point but i would come back to you with this um Baker mayfield two years ago sucked in people's eyes right in 2019 he sucked what was the fundamental big change in their offense between personnel wise between 19 and 20, a massive upgrade on the offensive line. Three years ago, Ryan Tannehill sucked. He was a huge bust. What's the fundamental difference, talent wise or personnel wise, that Kids. Ryan Tannehill did to Miami in comparison to in Tennessee for the last two and a half years? His offensive line, his skill position players, the scheme that he's been in. So I just, I get it. The whole. You can't become a great (sighs) offense without a really good quarterback. I view Mac Jones probably a lot more highly player-wise than a lot other people do. That's a factor into this. Um, But – that, that's kind of, I, I just don't see it as just, we got a great
0: quarterback. Uh, we just wanted to make sure that we weren't going into season with you just sending out, like, just, you know what I mean? Like I, <laughs> it's, it's nice to know that you do have, you know, legitimate reasons behind it. I thought this was pet, uh, potentially like old old Trulovsky, you know what I mean? Like, just trying to troll out there and say your things. So <laughs> we got to get out of here uh, in a couple minutes. Uh, last question here for you. We have to, this is your fault, not mine. It's not, we got a hard out, pal. It's NFL yeah, regular season kickoff, dude. Uh, tonight, nine and a Half is the spread. Okay, that th- seems to be only going up right now. Do you see it like how we all see it? This seems like a Buccaneers buzzsaw hitting a Dallas guy. Cow- I think Cowboys are going to be good, but this feels like this is the Buccaneers game to show out for the Buccaneers fans in front of them for the first time. Tom wants to be undefeated, so it will give up a. Co- are you seeing this game going the same way we are? Which is like, hey, this is probably going to be a rot.
5: Yeah, I do. I just don't think there's anything that Dallas can look to as an advantage of theirs. I, I, there's not a single thing that they can rely on. And think they're gonna have success and I, I thought of this today because if you go back to the 2019 season December Dak Prescott's got that shoulder injury that got progressively worse Dak has played healthy four football games essentially in almost two calendar years oh, you know you. that is a that's a big ask for him to I, I, I think for Dallas to win he's got to play one of his best games ever and I just think that's a big ass coming off of kind of what has happened This off season, so they're not going to win, but him getting reps tonight is going to be good for them going, you know, into November and December. What do
0: you guys got on NFL Live at four
5: o'clock? I think we're going to talk about the Cowboys. Um, (laughs) That would be shocking. Cowboys, I think we're going to do two or three times. Uh, We'll do Baltimore a little bit. I think we're talking Seattle and their offense. I'm going to do a couple tape demonstrations on what to look forward to tonight. So Here we a go.
0: Okay. De- All right. We appreciate you. We can't wait to watch. Thank you for making time in your incredibly busy day. Good luck this season. We'll talk to you soon.
5: Thanks, bud. Dan Roloff. Dan to- Dan Dan
6: Roloff.
0: Hey, so sorry to interrupt this conversation. That's cooking right now.
4: Yes, it is cooking.
0: Uh, everyone always talks about how important it is to get a good night's rest, don't they? Mm-hmm. Hey, you need a good good night's sleep. I
4: didn't get a great night's sleep last
0: night. and By the way, this morning we could tell, but then the energy of the day kind of got after it. But people for your entire life have been saying, hey, make sure you sleep one night. Hey, get a good night's sleep. Need to get
4: a good night's sleep. Make sure you get a good night's sleep tonight.
0: But it's not always as easy as people just saying get a good night's sleep, especially if you're like me, where your mind is always thinking, mind is always going. Maybe you're thinking about tomorrow. Maybe for whatever reason you just can't fall asleep. That happens to a lot of us. And CBDMD has come through with something called CBDPM that puts you out like a light. Like a light. Slept through the flight. That's why the folks at CBDPM created CBD. Our CBDMD created CBDPM to help you get the rest you deserve and feel your best every morning. CBDPM blends 500 milligrams of superior CBD with sleep promoting ingredients like melatonin, what? valerian root, what? and chamomile to create a powerful and effective sleep aid. So, whether you're up late with the kids, pets, or existential dread, you can turn to CBDPM and get the rest you need to handle anything that comes your way. I use it. Nick is a big-time proponent of it. Uh, I believe there's a couple others in the office that use it on a nightly basis. Some guys get into it whenever they need to reset their sleep cycle. But I've been very thankful for CBDMD, CBDPM. It's something I I legitimately use. I think you will enjoy it as well if you're not a great sleeper. But also, CBDMD has a bunch of other products, whether it's uh, for soreness, Mm -hmm. uh, for anything else. I mean, they legitimately got a bunch of CBD, superior CBD products. And right now, you can get 25% off your next order. It's almost a a quarter there, dude. Damn near. When you go to CBDMD.com, CBDMD.com, and use promo code McAfee, M-C-A-F-E-E, you'll get 25% off your purchase of high-quality CBD oil products from CBDMD. Big thanks to CBDMD for being a hell of a partner with this show, and also for creating products that directly affect my life, like the sleep one, because if not, I'm up all goddamn night. Back to the show. Banners will fly. Ed Sheeran will sell $50 t-shirts and put on an incredible performance. And Tom Brady in the... Seems to be Unstoppable Buccaneers. Yep. Will play host to Dak Prescott, Big Mike McCarthy, and the Dallas Cowboys. It's a beautiful day. We have some breaking news, A.J. Hawk. What happened? We let off this show stating... That when the line moved to eight and a half from seven and a half to eight to eight and a half, it was at minus one oh five. We learned about this with the juice being at 105. Normally it'll go all the way to 120 before it moves another half a point. And you gotta remember that sports books are just trying to get somewhere near 50-50 on either side. That line has moved since this show has started to minus nine and a half for the Buccaneers oh. tonight. Minus nine and a half at minus one oh two if you want to hammer the Buccaneers, or if If you would like to get a bet in on the Buccaneers before tonight's game, you got a FanDuel, and my super boost is minus 9.5 for plus 150. Legitimately, the first super boost of the season is the same as the actual spread. It was supposed to be an alternate spread, and we got odds at plus 150 when everybody else is at minus 102. That thing could continue to move, by the way, as people continue to hammer in on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. If you liked 8.5... I don't know how you don't like nine and a half. Yep. And I assume that's what the sports books were seeing in the betting. We can get it as a super boost on so FanDuel plus one fifty. This is a big deal. Who knows if it's gonna continue to move? That was a quick jump, AJ. That was a very yeah. quick jump by the sports books.
6: Yeah, so I mean people feel really good about the the Bucks chances of covering, right?
0: Well, I've only seen something like this happen, you know, just a few months ago. Oh, that's right. And I think it was, you know, just like Shopify just fucking crashed or whatever. just uh, so happened to crash today. Uh, there was a draft day where uh, we were leading into our draft spectacular, our annual event that we absolutely love, where we talk about a lot of players we know nothing about, but we celebrate the yeah. fact that teams are potentially getting better or on-the-spot reactions, oh, they got worse or whatever. We had a little piece of information that was told to us, like, hey, Matt Jones ain't going to the Niners at three or whatever. So we let off the show with saying... Yeah we've been talking about it for two and a half months now at this point and Mac Jones going to San Francisco 49ers our Intel is telling us it ain't Mac Jones uh-huh. and then all of a sudden by the way as soon as those words came out of our mouths and there was other people that said that they said it as well obviously of course you did and there's other sales probably happening on Shopify of course and what was that platform that we moved and with? Anchor. Anchor of course there was probably other podcasts that were doing great mm-hmm. there when that thing crashed our first day over there whatever the case is but that line moved very quickly yeah. what do they know You know, what does the sports book know? Is it because the people that I've put up a good pitch, like, hey, if you like eight and a half, you like nine and a half. And we've getting a lot of people betting on Tampa or everybody else is feeling the same exact way we are. It just so happens to be coincidence. Or is there maybe a piece of information that's coming out game day of game, which could happen this season, especially with everything popping off with COVID protocol. Digs, your thoughts on the line moving this quickly. This is kind of your world.
2: Yeah, that the Mac and that was definitely information driven. And then they didn't want to get caught with their pants down and lose a bunch of money. The line normally moves for a few reasons. The respected money comes in on guys that they know are very good at gambling. Shops, 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 shops. not sharks like
0: baby shark, baby shark, baby
1: shark, baby shark,
0: baby shark. What we're talking about is a big whale, which is a big sharp that's a p at the end that's who, when the sharps come in normally sports books do
2: react oh like you, warren two, and, you and you talked and about it no, no uh, not, that's uh, warren
0: sharp he, he is a sharp, sharp, a sharp but that's <Rabmarizzo> sharp. when it comes to analytics i'm not sure he has moved Catsflies into the i'm not sure he's moved into the do do thing for also we had something yesterday with chemistry with the science teacher and i think i either didn't hear it or we talked over it i mean zito has some fastballs back there while spinning 10 different plates but this could be the sharps coming in late right that's what this it could, could be could be that i
2: don't think it's that i think it's you referenced it or talked about it just a couple minutes ago the book likes to have 50% of the money on each team so that no matter the outcome of the game no matter who covers they get to collect the juice that we have to pay to bet at their sports
0: the book. 05 the, that it is right minus now -105 minus one 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 the -115 whatever the case cuz that's a rake basically so they for don't those have that li- are card
2: li- players so they don't have liability my guess is pat you let off the show talking about it. We've been—you've been beating the drum for the last two days. I assume there is an outpour of money coming in on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So to get more people to bet on the Dallas Cowboys, they have to make the line more appealing for the Cowboys until they try to get as close to fifty percent. So, possible.
0: quick question: Are we then sharps? <laughs> do, 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 do. Are we sharps? Do, 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 do. Are we sharps? Do, 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 do. Are we sharps? I think we're sharps. I think we're sharps. we're sharps. We might be
2: sharps. We'll know tomorrow.
0: We'll find out, and they might take us off the list, too. Hey, how many guys Whatever that? that? Who, who does the line, though? I want
6: to know. You know all the FanDuel people. You have a great relationship. Is there, like, one person that gets so, to change the line? Or there's, a he-
0: he- there's a head guy. There's algorithms. There's a lot of shit. It, the, the, the head booker has actually come on
2: hammered down numerous times. He There's... There's person, there's people that take over it. There's people that have to use their brains to do it. There's computers that that will show them obviously where the liability is and what they should do. It's it's a whole process.
0: Uh, just some updated news also around the NFL. Quentin Nelson is practicing today. Wow! Uh, best foot doctor in the history of foot doctors. Yeah. Quentin Nelson's back. Carson Wentz is back. Uh, Paris Campbell, I didn't know he was out. Okay, don't love that. <laughs> he was a uh, oh. close
4: contact with uh, COVID, I believe.
0: Okay, Paris Campbell is going to have a healthy year. He's rocking the number one. That's he's gonna do great. That's what number ones for the Colts do. You do well, okay. Xavier Rhodes is also out there, not in pads. Okay, so the Colts are good. The sharps are potentially in this room. Football season is upon us. AJ, it is time oh. for you to step back into that prediction batters box. whether you're a lefty or a righty and take another big time swing we've had delays and delays and yesterday you even tried to cancel it and question why we even predict or project anything aj hawk it is now time for you to make your choice of who will be in the super bowl representing the afc and nfc of this 2021 season whenever it ends february 12th or whatever it is chiefs packers
1: Okay. Oh, All right. okay.
2: Okay.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. So, I was potentially going to do the same. Again. Oh. Oh, were you? Okay. Ooh. I'm not, though. You need me to change now? <laughs> no, I'm not going to do it now, though. It, I, I thought about this this morning after seeing the motivational video that the Colts put out with Orlovsky and Keyshawn Johnson speaking over it. Mm-hmm. I did ask who edited the video, mm-hmm. just because I am petty enough. Sad to know. Hey, who made the decisions editing this video? Just so I know. I've not gotten a response yet, but that, that person knows that I will hate them forever. Okay, I feel like yeah. I've gone on the sword of the uh, for the Colts for a long time out here, and maybe it's because the whole when Aaron Rodgers was potentially available and Matthew Stafford was potentially available, I was like, oh, whoa, 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 why, 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 why are we so? Let's not take a hundred million dollars from the available Eagles and Carson once, but then once Matthew Stafford moved to the Rams and Aaron Rodgers is now obviously back of the packers like hey come on in courses a great love, yeah, love, love colds I don't think they have enough weapons though okay <laughs> I don't think they I don't believe they're gonna have enough weapons going forward. I think they're gonna be a great team going for it. I like the Chiefs and Buccaneers. Ooh! Again, right, right, it back. wait. So you were going to take the Packers, though? Yes, yeah, I was going to, and now. So I, you
6: don't? You were pumping Tampa Bay up yesterday all day, saying how they're going to go undefeated, nobody can beat them. So you were going to pick against them until you heard my pick.
0: Well, the only reason why I was going to pick against them is because. There's a guy who seems to be more motivated somehow than he was even last year, and his body feels good. And he might be this might be like another like prove it type year, and that's Aaron Rodgers. He was MVP last year. It seems like the only right thing to do for Aaron Rodgers Tuesday season two would be fucking go and win the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, we don't take steps backwards around here. We take steps forward, especially with this entire thing. But I can't just bury you all Super Bowl week if we have the same exact thing. So yeah. that's what I'm doing. I'm doing. I guess I'm doing Chiefs, in Bucks, and I mean. Is that a sign? Huh. Uh-oh.
4: Switch, Switch like it a back. Sign. Switch it back.
0: Pod goes to three times a week. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> all right, so I'm sticking with the uh, same thing I predicted last year. I'll do it again. Okay. Although I was going to go with Packers strictly because of Aaron Rodgers. I thought you were going to come with some doofus projection. No, no, I'm all in.
6: Like I know I've been negative on this whole game in the prediction situation, but I'm all in. Once I'm in, I'm in. I'm not
0: okay. gonna mess uh, boys, quickly, let's go around the horn here. Packers, Bills. Patriots. Oh, fucking bills. I completely forgot about the bills. Mm-hmm. I could have subbed them in for the. You could, hey, not too late. I got flustered there, didn't I? You guys saw me. I'm mm-hmm. in my cowboy boots. Okay. I'm wearing my nicest necklace that I have. All right. This is the cleanest this tank top has been since. I don't know. I bought 50 of them, so you rarely have to clean any of them. This right. thing's going on round late, two now. God. Huh? Nothing. Keep going. I'm sorry. It's not. It's not the cut that you were referring JJ, to. Okay.
6: You're such this a You heard me. Come
3: Come
0: on. me. This is a Don't break. say huh
6: when you heard me. Don't say what when you hear me.
0: Well, it's just one of those things where I'm like, no fucking way he just said what he said. And then I have to look at the screen and I'm like, it's A.J. Hawk. Of course he said yeah, he what did. he said. He did. But nonetheless, like, how did I get so flustered that I didn't, didn't even remember the Bildos, the Bills Mafia, the yeah. Josh Allen yeah. tapes from this morning? You're right. Uh, what do you have, Connor? Pats box.
2: <laughs> All right, Diggs? 49ers Bills.
0: Forty fucking I mean, Niners! Wow. I completely forgot about the Niners. Yeah. All right. Hey, we did seven points. Let's go. Hey, lock them in. Lock them in. Lock them in. Those who need to be addressed and ridiculed for their stupid predictions and projections on who's going to be in the Super Bowl shall be mocked and ridiculed all season. That is a part of this segment. AJ took it on the shins all year last year. It could be you. Could be. It could be you. Probably. It could be you. Sure. Oh, yeah. It ain't gonna be me. It might be me. Nah, it can't be nah, it. That I gonna mean, be good. Yeah. Uh huh. I took a safer out there, I think, even yeah. though I didn't mean it's to. Very
6: safe. It. Very safe. but Bo-
0: I mean, both of us had safe picks. All right, how about this? Right now, hashtag PMS superb owl. Okay? Yep. Of course. Make sure you capitalize the O here. Yes. Superb owl uh, prediction. Pick your two teams. We'll give $25,000 to one person that gets it right. Holy
4: shit. Okay,
0: so there's probably going to be a lot of repeat answers, obviously. We will obviously pick from the group. It's hashtag PMS Superb Owl Predictions. That is PMS, S-U-P-E-R-B, capital O, W-L, P-R-E-D-I-C, T I O N S. You can enter in to win twenty five thousand dollars. We'll give away to one person that accurately predicts who will be in the Super Bowl. Uh, this is this is a real segment. This is a recurring segment on our yeah, show now. Yeah, that's right. We're doing this now. This is a thing, AJ. Let's go. And by the way, AJ, if you're right, you already put in your entry. You'll be also in there. Wow. You'll, yeah, oh. he'll be one of the scrollers okay. there. Okay. Let's celebrate sure. this NFL season. Let's, Let's go. Get on no one said Rams. No one said Rams. And by the way, as soon as you said Niners, in was... my head I saw Matthew Stafford just and then McVay young. You know, like, <laughs> I was like, going to take the Rams. What do you got? You want in? Chiefs Rams. Okay. Zeke Bears-Patriots. Okay, so you did hear the... He's been
4: eliminated. So. No, 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 no. No,
0: no. I'm just saying you did hear that when you enter into this, yeah. you do agree to potential ridicule for an entire season. Yes, yeah. Not the people that tweet hashtag PMS superb out predictions. You can kind of... You're okay. All right, you guys can go ahead and shoot in the piss in the wind, whatever you want to do. But in this particular room... In my head, I see the rookie... Quarterback off. Uh, so Andy Dalton stinks. So you guys are going to lose some games Whoa, early season. You're to season.
2: Nick, <laughs> yeah, your thoughts? Back. Pat, much like you, I think Tom Brady will get back to the promised land. And from the AFC, he will take on the Cleveland Browns. Oh!
0: oh son of a man. bitch. Terrible tie. You might as well step on it. You might as well throw he that on to the ground. Else. Huh? Come no, on. I'm surprised he won against the Steelers. No, you were saying he should use it as a spank towel like your quarterback. We know that you, you, know. you heard me. You Why are you stop saying you, huh? When you hear you me? are just going. you heard me. I love that. Whenever I forget what coach I had, that was like his go to. You know what I mean? He would be yelling from sixty yards away. We kinda heard it. Huh? Yaha, you fucking heard, <laughs> heard me. What do you have, Gumpy?
2: Chiefs, Niners. Oh, no Dolphins there. Looking
0: good back there. He does look good. You should see what he's doing, by the way, to the Twitter right now. He's going. I'm excited to see how he handles SmackDown, too. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's not an easy job. Like, hey, we have to, they have to figure out, Nick had to do this for a long time, now Gumpy's going to have to do this. Like, what doesn't make me look like a complete dipshit from my own account and how do we pick and choose what's actually worth being shown to people, you know? Because it's a lot of misses coming out of my mouth. So, Gumpy's going to have to pick and choose. I'm excited for him. I'm very thankful for him. And good luck in there, dude. Good luck out Good luck. There. Good luck, Gumpy.
2: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Hey, no problem, Gump. All right, so everybody's going to eat shit if their team stink. Yep. Here we go. sir. Sure. Zito just put himself right under the rim. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Respect I respect him. And it. I live under the rim. <laughs> you don't, actually. And I'm I thankful do. you don't. Connor actually does. I do. Though.
1: Real estate, a lot of it. Connor times. like
0: a lot Connor said 13 and a half tonight. This thing's going uh-huh. to get... He 15. <laughs> I mean, the- it's
1: already damn near 10, so I feel much better about the 13 and a half.
0: Once again, we cannot reiterate enough. If you're going to bet on the Buccaneers at this point going forward, with the spread being minus minus nine and a half for the Bucks. We have a boost that takes it from minus one hundred five to plus one hundred fifty on the same exact spread at FanDuel Sportsbook. Also, you could use that as your free bet. Yeah, Ooh. that you have for Week yeah. One. Uh, you use your brain on your free bet. You can make that a parlay as well. I see some somebody put together a free ten dollars bet that has a thirty-five thousand dollars payout at the end. <laughs> Damn! Could you imagine if FanDuel has to stare down a bet that they gave away for free? That is worth thirty five grand in the end. The email I will get from the risk and trading company inside of Fandle will be like, hope you're fucking happy. Dude.
4: <laughs> yeah. One of those is
2: going to hit this weekend, too. Sure. I hope so. One of them will. That might be Mitt, to be honest. I believe he took Cowboys' money line in it to be a draw at halftime. So that's yeah. big odds.
0: Pretty big payout? Like yeah, a couple we'll, thousand bucks? Oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go, Mitt. Hey, yeah, let's no, go, Mitt. Mitt. Let's no, go no, Mitt. Mitt's the only dude in the office who has been hard-riding the Cowboys. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Cowboys, 18.
2: Lakers, Duke. Yankees. Yankees. Duke. And he's a White Sox, fan,
0: And his dad's a coach for Broncos, so I'm sure his dad's fucking pumped about that. Hey, thanks for not being a fan of the team that <laughs> employs your father. <laughs> And thanks for being a fan of another team that nobody knew you were actually a fan of. But he has been riding with these Cowboys pretty hard. Oh, yeah. I will say he has been riding with them. He's wearing the same Cowboys hoodie for the last four days.
1: Yeah, it's been like five months since he announced his fandom for the Cowboys. So it's been a long road for him. <laughs> what are you saying it's for gays? I'm not saying it's for gays. I'm just saying I believe his pin's tweet is still him announcing that he picked the Cowboys this year as his team. Oh,
0: yeah. You on was, TikTok, too? Uh, it was kind of a TikTok video, but I think this was before Mitt was on TikTok. Yeah,
1: a little bit. Okay. Yeah, hey,
6: if Mitt says it, I I might have to re- rethink mine. If Mitt's gone the Cowboys bandwagon right now.
0: Oh. Are you picking the Cowboys one night? No. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's go to the 5 RNG phone lines. The let's ten, I,
6: the, the, I, you know, I don't do point spreads, but the spread, I don't know. I don't know. They could find a way.
0: Hey, nine and a half is a lot of points. Tone. Yeah. Just That's
6: garbage, a- you know how garbage touchdowns happen at the end, stuff yeah. like that.
0: Yeah, especially with, you know, the Cowboys last year late in games was whenever they were actually getting going and it. Like, Dalton was – I remember it was Minnesota last year. Was it Minnesota? I think it was Minnesota last year, in Minnesota. Something happened with Dallas late where people were like, hey, the Dallas Cowboys might be finding this thing. Big Mike McCarthy ain't going to let them shut it down in the fourth quarter if they're down 30 or whatever. Uh-uh. Nine and a half is a lot of points. Yeah.
1: Would it change your mind, too, to like find out right before half time, or right before game time that Big Mike did, in fact, you know, bash some watermelons, and all of a sudden the boys are coming out, rearing to go?
0: Hey, there's no way he brought out the mallet in the uh, watermelons for week I one. I mean,
6: no. Someone should check, like, the local grocery stores to see what their I stock agree. is on watermelons. If they are low, then I would bet the Cowboys.
0: Yeah, that would have been last night, right? We would have yeah. already had news on whether or not Probably. he bashed watermelons, right? We would you know. might do
6: it in the morning, too. You never know. Before the game.
0: I couldn't imagine Big Mike slamming watermelons in the morning team meeting gay, day of game. Ooh. I mean, that would be incredible. Move the line. Imagine me. So I was always just, like, a complete zombie in those hotels. <laughs> All right, as soon as I get there, I'm trying to fall asleep. I'm trying to get to the meeting. I'm enjoying snack a lot. And then I'm trying to go back to sleep. And then I'm literally waking up, rolling into these meetings, trying to go back to sleep. So if it's a 1 o'clock game, 4 o'clock game, 8 o'clock game, it's all the same because I'm just waking up a certain amount of hours before and then I'm off and running. If I walked into a morning Team meeting on game day of our first game, and fucking Big Mike came dancing out with that thing. (laughs) I would lose my mind. And I think we should have got a heads up on whether or not watermelons were smashed or not. I think that's kind of fucked up that they kind of kept that in private.
6: Well, Big Mike probably, uh, you know, he probably threatens people. Wants to let them know, okay, this is our thing. Don't think this about them. This is about us. The watermelon. This is me. This is our team, the Cowboys.
0: Hey, what you see, say here, and watermelons get smashed here. Stay here. All right. Let's go to Collie in Indianapolis. What's going on, Collie? What are your thoughts, pal?
5: Hey, how you guys doing?
0: Not too shabby. I think, you know, after this show, because, I, I mean, today I don't really need it because it's NFL mm-hmm. regular season kickoff Thursday. Oh, you know what I mean? Right. I, I don't think I really need it, but I'd go right over to 5hourenergy.com. That's the number 5, H-O-U-R, energy.com. Use promo code MACFIN get 10% off my order of the greatest energy shots in the game. But today I don't need that. So I'm good, man. Actually, thank you for asking, Collie. How are you? Pretty good, man. Pretty good feeling the same way, actually. Nice. How do you feel about Quentin Nelson practicing? Paris Campbell's practicing. Carson Wentz is practicing. Are you a Colts fan in Indianapolis, and what do you want to talk about, pal?
5: Oh, hell no. Go, Pat, go. I got a question for Ty. Go ahead. Um, Okay, so a lot going on with Devontae Adams. Don't know what's going on with Aaron Rodgers. Who do you want to see stay in Green Bay after this uh, beautiful season we're going to have? I want to see Jenkins and uh, Jair make it.
4: I'm not thinking about that right now, man. I'm fucking focused on this season and enjoying Raj... One last chance here. I think you would want to keep Aaron Rodgers, right? Bingo. Devonte
0: yeah. is awesome. If you could get both to stay, you would want to do that. I, Jair, you want to stay. all the great players you want to stay. Definitely. There. Aaron is the guy that you would like to see for the next five, six years. Well, and
4: I think he's he's the corner. I mean, if he leaves, there's not a very good chance that Devontae stays. If you get him, there's a chance you can work something out. And he, I mean, if if Rodgers goes, oh boy.
0: Callie's a forward thinker though, future thinker. Let's enjoy the season, Callie. That
4: might be the last one.
0: Yeah. It's a last dancer saying what if what if what if Gintkins, okay on the team plane ride home longest one he's got a bottle of scotch and he's like Jerry Crass you know he's back there dancing and Aaron's like you know what this son of a bitch is a lot better than I thought and maybe Mark Murphy's like hey Aaron we're thinking about building another hundred million dollar building you think that's a good idea and Aaron's like yeah, actually I would put it on that side of the street though for you oh cool, cool. And what if it's just all kumbaya and the team is good forever? That could happen. It
4: could. Uh, I hope, at least for the start of the season, they make him get a rental car and drive to the games. Who? Good against. <laughs> okay.
0: mm-hmm. All right, have a driver pick him up. No, actually, <laughs> make him, get him a minivan. Yeah. Get him a <laughs> minivan. Um, right now, currently, hashtag PMS prediction uh, for $25,000 is trending number three on Twitter. Wow. Uh, if that thing gets up to number one, Okay, so that's Cowboys and Matrix. That's <laughs> gonna be tough. You got your <laughs> Reeves? Yeah, And you got Jerry Jones in the most uh, expensive franchise. In the history of sports, mm-hmm. at six point nine billion, biggest thing, America's team. If that gets up to number one, we'll move that up to fifty thousand dollars. That's not going to happen, by the way. I would like to let everybody know I do not expect that to happen. That's why I'm so free, you know. In this thing, yeah. this is like the AJ Hawk golf bet with me or whatever. Sure. It's twenty five thousand dollars right now. If you get this Bills Mafia, look at trending. It's ma- not going to happen.
4: Okay.
0: It will not get to one. Cowboys Day of the Game. Golf.
4: Well, if you got a lot of cowboy fans too, they're going to be
2: tweeting. Well, was cowboys.
0: Say, no, the so good news kinda is kinda. that
2: cowboys won't go up anymore because no one's picking them to win the Super Bowl. Oh, right? uh, okay. So a little uh, shot across the bow at
0: the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, yeah. We've already done enough. You know, what I mean, I think sports books are not dumping on Dak too. Yeah. I wonder if Big Mike was like, ten points, boys. <laughs> <laughs> boys, they're saying we're going to lose by ten. That, that's what literally everybody is saying right now that we're going to lose by ten, and that number's only going up. Give me that fucking water, <laughs> Give <me a> Sledge. <laughs> can't thank you enough for allowing us to penetrate your ear holes all right i know there's a lot of other options out there the fact that you allow us to be a part of your day to day, i appreciate it. if you hated this show i get it just please don't tell anybody and if you like this show i appreciate the hell out of you please tell somebody about it ty please play some independent music and propel these people into a beautiful nfl regular season kickoff night we'll see you tomorrow for a feel good friday cheers